on Curiosity Stream. I'm James Burke. I'm going to take you on a journey through time. James Burke's visionary series returns, reimagined for our time. Now, this is all uncharted territory. The Washington Post hails Burke as one of the most intriguing minds in the Western world. The New York Times raves he careens from one great moment in history to another. Where do we want to go from here? Experience all new connections. So what's the next connection? With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Want a holiday gift your employees or clients will actually love? Send them gourmet peanuts from Hubbard Peanut Company. Hubs Peanuts is a family-owned company that's been making high-quality, delicious peanuts and sending them to every corner of the globe since 1954. Order some of Hubs plain, salted, or chocolate-covered peanuts in a special gift tin for the perfect gift for your friends, employees, clients, or even yourself. Visit HubsPeanuts.com. That's H-U-B-S-Peanuts.com. Oh, 
tree. In an endless maze, I'm stuck, lost in search of a strain until I puff. myself a little bit I think this old TV works only one way to find out maybe Zine is on flip the switch Big long, that bitch gon' need two throws. 
check that would be too though. Big long average gonna need two goals. Unload all this work, I'm gonna need two goals. Keep these snakes out my circle, I'm building two more. Refuse to do what it takes for breaking through. Just a dumb RT, stubborn to the teeth. I'd rather submarine or jump on in and scuba dive deep like the balloons and rubles are really beneath the bubbles. That's creative writing. Miss Littlefield never gave me trouble. I've been a Northside Eagle way before it was legal. Catalog deeper than Spiegel's. I've been speaking through speakers since Kmart blue light specials on sneakers. And still get busier than pizza delivery on rainy days. Learning is working hard for any tips that you may take away. It's safe to say I don't know the combo or the bomb to blow the door off. So as to get the dough, the industry cut though. For me, that's a no rut row. Mystery machine, no need. I think we all know. Slight change to the story, but same scenario. But we say, take me to a place where there's a river of champagne and where the beats are always knocking and the money falls from the sky. We won't worry about tomorrow, cause we know we'll never die. And the party's never ending, we can just stay high. Good luck, man. My pop said, the top is not the top. If the path to get to it is crooked, all the way up. My pop said, the top is not the top. The path to get to it is crooked All the way up My pop said My pop said Pop said My pop
I'm a million miles from home, baby. Still sitting on the front porch dreaming. One foot on the stage, the other foot in the ditch sinking. Two center blocks stacked up with the floodlight grip to the side of my life. No book for the poems. Allow me to read my rights. It was never supposed to happen. Leave it to the hatred and the disbelief. It's not the same ones who would throw me in the gutter with the words. <clears throat> Speechless. Michael Wayne is a fucked up kid. My ears used to burn like a bick. Now I'm deaf to the shit. Hush it up now, bitch. Got a house on the hill, so I see them coming. Birds I view like a sniper's nest. They catching the drip because the creek is running. That's humble pie, I confess. I'll eat that too because I can't complain about the who's and what's. I just do my thing. And if the devil come strike me down, I'll come back as I flood in the pouring rain. No prophecy, no crystal ball. Just who will fall from this mockery? Backstabbers, watch and see. Karma's a branch on a rotten tree. So I water the roots and I tend the leaves. Make sure that tree don't fall on me. Walk to the edge and get ready to jump into the holy river. All on three. All on three like a 64. Like an archangel equipped for war. Let the verse down like a twisted sword. Just saw the blood drip slow hit record. I lost it once, that was it for sure. Then told the psych ward, go get the board. Heartbroken with a list of voids. I left open wounds and a fit of noise. Quiet thy soul, son. For the hurt are chosen. Clean house and a place of rest. Excuses you owe no one. Mama said it's just growth. One day at a time. So every 24, I count my blessings. This day is mine. Climb the ladder up the barnyard into the burning haystacks. The relapse, of course. I hit bottles like I hit the bottom floor of the burning building. I did destroy. And from the ashes came the phoenix. Wings up rising up of that little boy. Maintain. Going in it. No problem. Still employed. To my family of slums, who know being broke has no color. And to my folks getting money, being rich don't mean brothers. Life is eternal, I guess, but eternal life don't mean success. If life is a bitch, take off a dress and fuck the world till she loses breath. Trying to get up out the bullshit, but I'm caught up in the gimmick, yeah Still I'm reaching for the stars with my free hand Thinking about my life and my scars, I'm a free man All the tears from my family, that's the reason Now the beast with the wolf, let the G's in Heroes knocking at the door, this the right time Sun up in my face, this is a taste of the bright shine Crazy girls in my world, this a life challenge Got the world on my shoulders, that's a nice balance Getting heavy, but I get it, cause the price selling Everybody crazy, but just listen with the sight yelling Get the best of the both, this is showtime Now invest in yourself, this is go time Nonetheless, it's a quest to a gold mine Working with the best, homie, yes I'm a show mine with my brothers and I'm living at a fast pace from the gutter make you wonder when we last ate in the county jail sitting up in cast ache care less about your sons and what you cast ain't whole team on superior this is what you ask for this is what you're fearing huh get up in the ring live your dream not a run back fuck it with my team see the beam better run back power
he don't cram my style. Stay away with the drama, cause it's bad for my smile. If you down for the smoke, out, let's get lit. Keep it going in rotation, pass that shit. I like the smoke, feeling hella tight. Sipping on my drink, flying like a kite. Crack a couple jokes, fucking with the homies. Keep it real, ain't no room for the phonies. Fat Bud, yeah, that's my crew. You can act like you know, but you have no clue. When it comes to the green, I be hogging it all. Call me Killer Fireplace, cause I'm burning them logs, yo. Especially when I'm just trying to smoke When I inhale it's like I'm in control Straight to my lungs so go ahead pass the troll We smoking, we smoking Let's all get right Put the flame to the end And begin our flight Like a ship on the ocean Soaking wet Every hit that I take I just start to sweat I can cough up a lung And just keep on smoking Keep the weed man around Till my pocket's broken Rolling up while I'm in slow motion I be talking on that Detroit potion I can see you every time you hate But I feel too good To show it any emotion Letting loose like I'm going crazy Blowing out big clouds of smoke Everything I light up is tasty When I walk in the room Just prepare to choke Leave me be Especially when I'm just trying to smoke When I inhale it's like I'm in control Straight to my lungs so go ahead pass the troll We smoking, we smoking Leave me be Especially when I'm just trying to smoke When I inhale it's like I'm in control Straight to my lungs so go ahead we smoking, we smoking. Come on, man, open the door. You know I got an ounce out here. Uh, my dog, come on in. Shit, you know I seen you through the window, right? With the strike, never fall. Never fall. Give him hell, make it hurt, let him know. It's a real one down to the soul. So real. Kid, I'm already dead. Yo, I'm already dead. 2020, my nigga, not in the loop. We get hunted, my nigga, you need to choose. It's life or death, what you gonna do? Drop. 
in a self-upgrade. When my enemies dead and gone, head just blown off, and you can rest alone. Flex muscle, motherfucker, go and test the chrome. Full metal, hollow tip, bust the flesh and bone. You can fit your fucking fist through the exit hole. Possessed this ghost to Satan, God bless the soul. Practice at the Riga down in Mexico. Cause I'm right by the border where they get they dope. On a sick one, witch gun, loaded up, motherfucker, pick one. A big one, make it go blue when it spit, bruh. Everybody die, everybody get a hit, huh? Richter, get the shovel, and we gonna dick up graves. Place the body better get it zipped up, wait. Pictures that are I'm a sick fuck, in you probably know the feeling. Sweaty, fast breathing, quick heart rate. That's a cortisol spike. It feels awful, and its imbalance is the cause of your anxiety. Rebalance Health's three-part anxiety system helps address it at the root. Rebalance Health lozenges are natural and designed for optimal absorption, providing 24-hour relief. Live life fully without feeling like you're fighting for it. Get 50% off your first month with code CALM23 at rebalancehealth.com. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Let me twist up a joint, rolling big papers. I'ma roll a zipper, load the clipper. I'ma get my motherfucker acting like a bitch. Got your dick tucked, let's fuck it every time you talk. Wanna dick cut? Maybe you should try suicide. Cut your wrist. Well, I'm ready for war with a sword up up a head. Be get him and spin him inside of my venom is deadly gas. Like I'm pushing a pedal, revving the Chevy gas in my pocket. The sneakers smell me from ten feet down. We want it all. Bring out the worst in me. All my enemies they rest in peace. You're all dead to me. You best. Rest in peace. You dead to me, you best believe. 
HBDP, we boogie down, find that frequent. See no evil, this shit simple, super pistol, breaking crystal glass. Hanging from the chandelier, I ain't sorry, fuck your couch. We some wild animal, high off caffeine, cannabis, and Adderall. I don't mind it all, we gon' burn it down. Oh! 
RebelCon Radio is brought to you in part by Lex the Hexmaster and the Shadow Army. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Oh, yeah! Giggity! I don't know why I giggy. Giggity! Because you, you got all hot and hardened up by my sensual talking. No, I don't <laughs> like that at all. <laughs> it's very upset. It's upsetting. RebelCon Radio. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> None yep. of that. No! <laughs> No, no. Welcome, everybody. It's Monday. Yes, it I believe is we are uh, a Replicon Radio. We are a Replicon. We, we are, are a. Replicon we are Radio. the capital T H E Republican Radio. Yeah, I don't know if that's Reptitards. Republican Radio. Reptitards Radio. That's Arabic yeah. Radio. That's Arabic Radio. Ah, Allah. Yes, I was. I thought I was being volunteer. A la radio. Hmm? A la radio. Radio. You were, kind of. I forgot the lyrics, sorry. It's understandable, man. I'll have to go back and listen. We've been away for a while. We haven't been here in a week. Yeah. Uh, it's been a long time. We haven't been here since last month, actually. I mean, it's Whoa! Actually, I mean, Whoa! Uh, we were here Wednesday for our Patreon. Fuck, were we? Shit. Well, they don't know that. Was that last week? Our Patreons do know that. They know that, but the rest of them don't know and that. I'm well, now they sure know. our Patreons are the only ones listening right now. Now we, now the Patreons right know. Right now. Now the Patreons know that they were here Wednesday. That we were here Wednesday. They, we were. They were, we were here. We were one. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And what, a sh- what an extra episode that was for the Patreons. Was. You can get one of those too this month if you just join now. Patreon.com slash Rebelcom Radio. And you know what? I believe that you can go back and listen to all of the extra episodes. Some of them. Some of them? Uh, well, some of them are just not available anymore because they got taken down because they're so out of control. Uh, we did get out of control on a few of them. I did have to pull the plug. <laughs> well, I think the internet. It was too out of control for the internet. The internet was like, nope. I don't nope. care if only your Patreons are watching. This can, it's not allowed on the internet. Oh, you're talking about those. Oh, okay. So, But there's all kinds of craziness but that most happens of them. On, on the extra Patreon episodes. Wouldn't it be crazy if we just made our main show the Patreon episodes? And, like, it just, shit just got crazy. Nothing would be monetized ever. No. Yeah. Every episode, you'd have to be here live or you'd, you'd lose the episode. For sure, yeah. One and done. One mm-hmm. and done. Or you can just join our Patreon. You can get those specials every month. Just go to patreon.com slash Revelcon Radio. Mm-hmm. And if you want, you can actually join our t-shirt tier. Where not only are you going to get extra Replicon, you're going to get a whole freaking t-shirt every month exclusive to the Patreon. And those are dope t-shirts for those that have not checked out our merch. I'm wearing a super fresh Patreon shirt right now. That's right. Yeah. I'm wearing a super fresh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle shirt right now. It has nice. nothing to do with our Patreon at all. Nice. And Rue is wearing a, uh, I don't know what he's wearing, a so, smug look on his face at a distent into Facebook. Probably. Uh, yes, yes. And a cigarette. He's wearing a cigarette on top of his head. Right on the dome piece. He's smoking it with his brain. Yeah. Get in there. <laughs> Kumba like smoke. Kumba? <laughs> Who's that? That was his brain's name? You ever, you ever seen the Super Mario Brothers? Koopa? Koopas. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Is that what you said? I think the, the main guy with the harmonica was Koompa, wasn't he? No? Or no? I don't know who the main guy with the harmonica is in Mario. The Super Mario Brothers? The about- movie? The live action movie? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the real nice guy? <laughs> I was so lost. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, 
he's Toad. Toad. Oh, yeah. Boy, oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. Hey, I man. like that movie. Tonight on the show, Who? we what? have what? Zeus. Z- Zeus? Oh, is that tonight? Producer. Oh, wow. Wow. I was looking at the, the updated interview notes that I had, and I thought we had another n- week before that. Nope. Oh, wow. That's exciting. That's today. Um, if you guys don't know who it is, obviously stay tuned. You're going to learn. But just to give you a little taste, he is the producer behind Rob Zombie, Hatebreed, Queensryche, many, 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 many others. So we're going to talk about all kinds of cool stuff tonight. So make sure you stay tuned for that. I'm excited. Fun show. I'm excited. What up, Paul Naiman? What yeah. up, Grape Joe? What up? What up, Chris Felthausen? What Yo. up, Mark Yo. Hamer? Yo. Yo, what up? What up? Much love to you people. We see y'all. We see you. Um, before we get into the stuff in the headline, I got to give a quick shout out to the homie here. Shout out. And I got a, I had a picture. Shout out. I had a picture. It's a boy. Oh, there it is. They're hidden up at the top. Shout out. No, wait. That's not them either. Bro, what happened to my picture? What did you do? What button did you hit? I hit the picture button. Hmm. Not a damn one. I'm glad we're professional around here for sure. Fuck yeah. We always got everything ready to go. Um, but, anyway, shout out to the homeboy, Freak, the real Freak. Uh, he dropped his brand new Terror Tape album. And, uh, if I can get this thing to move, I'll tell you. The Terror Tape from The Real Freak. It's available right now at the Kill Room Gift Shop. Just search for The Real Freak on Spotify, YouTube, Apple, and more. And he sent us all a copy, so I brought presents for everyone. Nice. I was wondering where it tied in to the shout-out. I was like, this is the daily title. We come with gifts. Ooh, what gifts. is that? The CD for you. Oh, nice. The CD for Rue. Oh, it's got a little card in it and everything. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. So, Thank you, the real freak. The homeboy hooked us up. So you guys should go support him. Nice. Yeah, thank you. I'm going to do my best to listen to it. I'll just find it on digital. I don't have a CD player anymore on my stupid car. Stupid new fancy cars with no freaking CD player. I, I almost expected like the best buy logo on top of that. Because <laughs> I, I haven't held a, like a sealed CD in so long. I, I was like, oh, oh, it's not up there. <laughs> <laughs> well, even if it, I mean, Best Buy don't really have CDs anyways. No, not anymore. But you know, it, it's just what my brain went to. I knew that it wasn't going to be up there, but I was just like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Shout out! But yeah, shout out! Yes, thank you very much. We will we will shout you out if you send us I'm stuff. You're trying to figure out how to switch this fucking account over. Uh-oh. That sounds important for the showtime. Well, it is. It is actually. What what's your count? What are you doing? Uh, trying to get my wrench back. Oh, you're trying to be the moderator. Oh, what are you log? You logged in as Replicon and not Big Rue. No, I'm logged into uh, my other one. You know what? You have a secret account. He's logged into one of his secret accounts. How do how do we make moderators? I'm gonna make myself a fucking moderator. I want a wrench. God damn it! God damn fucking. Studio. Oh, good. Just give him mine, and I won't have to worry. About I'll it. figure it out. And I'll you give have to log in as Big Rue. What are you talking about? How do I give wrenches? 
Yeah, man. Um, let's go get on into it. We, we we don't have a whole lot of time to talk about wrenches, but uh, we wanted to talk about the ICP, man. ICP proms night. Probably uh, words. ICP prom night massacre. Yeah. The concert, the thing everybody's talking about. Sounds um, like it was a massacre. Taking charge of your future starts with taking the first steps. And saving up to $30 a month on Cox Internet with the Affordable Connectivity Program makes those steps easy to take. Whether they bring you to click upload on your first short film or join now for an online book club. Applying is easy. See if you qualify at cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable one per household application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. Powerful is the Cox Network. So powerful that one day the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. I mean, everybody died. Yep. <laughs> Inside. <laughs> Aww, that's sad. Um, but yeah, that was the uh, it was the final episode for the April streams. Uh, just a just a fully recap. They did have one on Monday. Since I generally talk about all of them, and it was the uh, part two to the slideshow spectacular where they go through a bunch of f- photos and kind of talk about it. Uh, Jay didn't make it, so it was. Uh, Ouija. <laughs> Ouija, Ouija filled in, and uh, Shaggy and uh, Jump City were there. Is that surprising to talk about it? Is that, is, it, is that surprising? I don't know. What the fuck was that? That was your phone. Was it mine? Yep. Jeez Louise, what the fuck? I don't know what you're doing over there, bud. It's been 40 seconds, right? Okay, now we're good. Um. Uh. Do you have any background music? Sorry, yeah. it is. What is that? Is that the I fan? No fucking idea what it is. Did it get better? It yes. did. All right. Is that what it was? It must have been hidden behind the windscreen. Uh-huh. Whoopsies. Well, there you go. That's a whole lot better. All right. I don't know what's happening. Why did it stop? I mean, I'm pretty sure the fan was blowing behind the windscreen. No, I was talking about why this stopped. Oh. <laughs> I know why that stopped, because I watched him do it. But uh, that, that was IRL troubleshooting. Yeah, in real life. But yeah, man, the uh, the Prom Night Massacre show, everybody's talking about it, the jugglers are talking about it. I, uh, I had the pleasure to attend the event. Ooh, I'm excited to hear about um, your experience. I don't... I'm so bad at telling stories and remembering things. Well, then, Rue, uh, you tell the story from his experience. Right, tell me about it. Yeah. Tell me what happened. Rue's our best storyteller that we have here. He is. Am I, I, mean, um, I don't even know if I can do that. I, well, I didn't. Well, you can't, but I'm just saying. I mean, that, I can make one up. I enjoy your storytelling. You can make one up. Yeah. Um, no, it was good, man. I had I had a good time. Um, I left a day early when hung out with the home, homie uh, in the pit photography. Yeah. Uh, and and Mrs. in the pit, I guess. <laughs> Mrs. in the pit. <laughs> Joe and Franny hit up some comic book shops on the way because I'm a nerd now, and for some reason I'm super into comic books. 
one of which I had to mention this guy because uh, it was uh, definitely entertaining. I just kind of Googled like books, you know, places on the way. And there was one literally on their street, like five miles away. And it was in some man's house. <laughs> and uh, I pulled up and I was like, yeah, I don't know about this. And then I kind of drove around for a second. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. There's a big sign. It's got to be real, right? If I die, I'm only a few miles away. I can call someone or something. Uh, you don't get no cell phone service there, bro. <laughs> Haven't you seen the movie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I went in. Shout out to Ravens Comics and Collectibles in uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, super cool, nerdy old guy who just uh, wanted to talk about comic books for a really long time. And then he started talking about uh, Bill Gates being a super villain and, and things like that. And I had to leave. But uh, oh, fun fact. Real friend. Fun <laughs> fact. Bill Gates was getting divorced. I saw that on the internet. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> He asked for uh, privacy and whatnot as he posted it to millions of people on the internet. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, so that was fun. And I, I got to hang out with the homies, uh, barbecue, have some drinks, chill out, uh, just chill night with the friends. Next day, uh, headed out to Fort Wayne, met up with the homie Dallas, got a hotel room. Well, we already had the hotel room. And then a bunch of other uh, friends kind of hung out with us. All the homies from St. Louis, a friend Marissa, uh, Stephanie bunch of other people we all uh ended up heading out to the show man and uh you didn't know what to expect it's been a long time i mean i went to that show at the office but that was like a that was different this is supposed to be like a real icp show with a lot of people and uh i guess uh that portion of indiana had no mandates which was a different thing yeah i saw the covid did it covid did not exist it didn't. Well, I mean, if it did, nobody knew about it. Oh, everybody's got COVID now. Um, you guys heard it. It never existed. <laughs> I've heard that as well. Well, either way, it didn't exist. That Don't get me wrong, man. It was cool. Like, you walk in and the whole place was decked out. Like, COVID don't exist anymore. Everyone was dry. You walk, like, there's there's a smoking section when you walk up, as there is at most shows. Um, and you see all the jugglers out there in fucking suits and dresses and shit. So that was pretty weird. Uh, the whole place was decked out. They had like balloon arches and all the things you would expect from a prom. They even had a little check-in area where you go get your little "Hi, my name is" name tag because it was the is... class reunion prom or whatever. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, you're supposed to get merch and stuff when you show up, a CD and a coin. Those weren't available. Still haven't brought a coin. <laughs> I didn't. You still didn't remind Motherfucker. me. Motherfucker. I reminded myself just now when I said it. Jesus. Out loud, well, I thought I was gonna have two of them, and you know. They're going to mail those out. And you still would have forgotten them. Oh, 100%. But I would have had two of them at least. Um, oh, they're going to mail them out? Yeah. You had to, like, check your name. Um, then they had a little picture area. You're supposed to, like, go get pictures for prom and shit. We, there was a f- I guess they're going to post them. We took a few group photos. But it was, dude, it was fuck. It was so dope. Did you get a picture taken by yourself or did you have a date? I didn't have a date, but there was, like, a uh, group of us. There was a girl that he took a picture with. Well, there's a was few it? people. I don't. I don't know. I was. I was no. assuming. Oddly enough, I haven't seen any pictures. None at all. Uh-uh. There's a bunch on. Uh, internet. I I only have a few that I stole from other people. Uh, I got a couple with Mitchu. I, really I got a couple a with Marissa. Time. I got a couple with Mandy and a few with Dallas. I haven't spent a whole lot of time on on social medias this week. No. Or this weekend because it's been very nice and chill outside. Like I just threw the phone away for the weekend. There you go. It's been pretty fucking nice to be honest with you. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I got pretty fucked up Saturday night too. Yeah, that was fun. Nice. Um, My poor little dog slept outside <laughs> until the neighbor let her in their house. You forgot? 
Oh, I let her out when I got home at fucking whatever time it was. And I sat down and fucking passed out. <laughs> Sorry, girl. Dad is old. I gotta go to bed. Oh, she was fucking pissed. Oh. Uh, but yeah, it was super cool. Like, the whole thing was just cool, man. It was awesome. Just, like, so many people were there. Like, anyone you can think of that you think you'd want to see at the ICP show that... Besides, like, the local homies. They were all there. Vinny was there. Scotty D was there. Zane was there. Uh, Andy, Andy and the Sarah were there. What are you wearing? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Could you at least tuck it in? Nope. This is the end of the night, sir. <laughs> I am covered in Fago. You see the mess behind us? You can't. Excuse me, Sherry. You got my shirt wet. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, uh... But yeah, it was a good time, man. Uh, the homeboys Wicked Wood were there. They played. I uh, ended up talking to them for a little bit. Project Born was in the house. I knew they would be because Big Will left his uh, block, so I assumed uh, Project Born was going to be playing. Um, they were there. Talked to them guys for, or I talked to Nitty for a little bit. They're dope. Did you see Big Will? Yeah. Yeah, Surprise. I flopped his boobs a couple times. <laughs> I mean, I can't miss him. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. I saw that portion first. Um. How's our good old buddy doing? He seemed to be doing all right. I didn't. I didn't talk to him for long. He was. Uh, he lose any weight? I don't think so at all. No. Maybe the opposite. <laughs> Poor guy. Should have been the opposite. Uh, I don't know. He didn't. He is good to see him, but he wasn't. I don't know if he was all there. Or what. It's always good to see him. Yeah. He ain't never all there, bro. <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. But yeah, it was so. It was just so good to see everyone, man. Ouija played. Ouija fucking killed it. Um, Rob or Jump Steady kind of came out in between as like the uh, administrator of the For prom. What? Like he was, it was prom night. He was talking about, you know, somebody spiked the punch bowl and all this shit. It was kind of funny. Um, then they, they so another reason, in other words, he didn't have any part to play, so he kind of just made one for himself. I guess. I mean, they, they were trying to go along with the theme, and then they did as uh, what they did twenty five years ago. They had a band come out on stage, the Sunshine Boys. Hmm. And uh, legs diamond come out. It wasn't legs. No, it was just uh, a bunch of people, and they were playing. They were getting ready. They were playing like some shit that sounded like uh, uh, Buddy Holly or something. They were like, yeah, except for like it was a weird rip off version. Like it wasn't actually his songs. It was just that kind of style. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden it was like. You know what I'm saying? And ICP came out. They were like, show it up at your high school prom. You know what I mean? And you're like, fuck you. So oh, Violent J made it there for that one. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah, he was there. He made, yeah. yeah. He was there. I he was concerned. I'm not going to front. I was concerned that he would not be at the show, but he was there. And and I think they but knew. was he really there? I think they knew people were concerned because uh, when Rob came out as the uh, administrator for the event, he was like, the principal is in the house, the Duke of the Wicket. Like, he made it a point to say, oh, boy, was there. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... <coughs> but, like, the whole... Joe I mean, said he's uh, got his moments. The whole, the whole idea, you know what I mean? The whole idea of the 25-year anniversary, you know what I mean? They did it. They pulled it off. They had the fucking silly stage set up that looked like a school hallway with the band. They had the whole place decked out with balloons. They did a balloon drop at the Where end. Where are these pictures at? Nobody took now. pictures of the fucking yeah, set? Pic- probably. I didn't. There's pictures all over the place. I, I was good. I went live for a couple minutes on our YouTube. And then I realized 
It's on fucking. You can watch it anytime you fucking want on their Patreon. So I was like, this is fucking stupid. Oh, I'm gonna go check it out. Yeah, I'm, you know what I mean. Like I'm just like, why am I? I'm not gonna do this. It's not like it's. It's gonna get demonetized. It's not like it's gonna get, make us money. Right. And I'm just wasting my time. So yeah, I just enjoyed the show because it was the first time since I don't know when. Well over a year since Fago has been thrown from the stage. Man, this dude's really trying to get himself a ridge right now. Oh. I mean, I was putting it in there for when he had a chance to read it. I wasn't going to say nothing about it. I put put a message in the chat for whenever you looked at your phone and get a chance. Oh, for what? I thought you were just doing it. Well, I can't. Okay, (laughs) Okay, now since Rue decided to talk about it on air, I wasn't even going to fucking talk about it. Just type something in the chat and I'll add you. Well, in the YouTube channel. Well, I'm saying, yeah, I, yeah, I was trying to do it because I have to log in through the browser because I on the studio app on the the phone app it won't. Oh, Rude just can't won't let nothing me. without that body man wanting it to. I was trying to add you, fucker. I'm already added. Oh. I have my nice little wrench here. Watch, I'll show you. Yeah. Uh-huh. You've been had one. Mm-hmm. I never he had a wrench. Long, I never was, had a wrench. Well, he was. Just, it was a few weeks ago. He was on there. I still need that. I still need that shit though that I put in the fucking chat because the information I have for our login has been changed. I'm sure it has. Seven months ago, apparently. <laughs> Seven months ago. Mm-hmm. Is that what it well, my or? phone's logged in on the things that I normally try to log in through, oh, so it's still logged in. But I tried to log in on my computer and through a browser, and it won't let me do it. Um. But so. Um, so yeah, obviously the second part of the headline here is Violent J's public apology. What did Violent J have to publicly... First time, I've, that's the first time I've ever seen him do such a if thing. If he was going to apologize for anything, he should have done this like 20 years ago for fucking up all the writer's lyrics. Now, I mean, now I can understand this because what they, what, they, what they do, they did the... Um... So, oh here, well here, let me just tell you, let me just tell you my part of this, my part. Being there, live, watching the show... I barely noticed. I noticed some of it. I noticed, you know what I mean? There's which, always... Which I find that funny because every gathering you always point out that I do. you fucked this up or fucked that up. Yeah, but this is... The, yeah, I do. And I normally do notice. But well, and the Wraith... at a show for Like the Wraith at the <laughs> gathering? That was... That, that should have been the apology. That was fucking yeah. murder. Yeah. You know what I mean? This... This is just my... This is my personal... I mean, apparently a lot of other people noticed it. I noticed a few fuck-ups. You know what I mean? But who cares about a few fuck-ups? Right, I was enjoying the fucking show. I was in, I was covered in Fago and an insane clown posse. That's the longest I've ever gone in my life since well since like 1994. For sure, for sure. Without that, and like as uh, like me and Triple Six were talking about, it, she's like, "We're in a cult. No, uh, we just have to accept it at this point." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, you're right, because it's like a fucking religious experience." And I finally made it back to Allah for a fucking hour. <laughs> I didn't notice the preacher missed a couple words. I was too enthralled with the fucking Jesus juice. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I was having the fucking time of my can life. Can we call it Juggalo juice? Yeah, we can call Thank it Juggalo. That makes more sense. Thank you. I'm just saying words, that's all. <laughs> but, uh, no, I barely noticed. You know, one even thing, a thrill for them to be on stage, too. I, I yeah. get that. You're going to fuck up. Um, I did notice when he shouted out 2022 twice. Hmm? Tw- not even just once. Oh, no. Twice. Like we made it, y'all. Twenty twenty two. Like, I mean, he's getting ready for the next year. Yeah, already. It's already ready. Already. <laughs> exactly. He's in the future. I mean, I guess to his credit, like uh, four or five months ago, when his birthday was getting ready to come up, which was like last week or whatever, he thought he was turning fifty, and he realized he was only turning forty nine. So he's been off for a while. Yeah. But yeah, 
But then I watched it. I watched it on the way home because I had the Patreon too. And man, oh man. <laughs> like, because when you're, you know, there's backtracks, which some of it has the vocals on. Everyone around you singing. You know what I mean? Like the words are present. Right. You know, yeah, when you're there. there. Yeah. They're, they're... But when you're listening to it straight up through the mic on the live, on the recording video, you're getting, the, you're not hearing the juggalos. You know what I mean? Like they're, you know, quieter in the background. You're hearing, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it was that bad, huh? Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I I barely. I noticed a couple things, but watching it back, you you notice it hardcore. But he did the same thing at the last at the last when they did the uh, show at the at the uh, office. Yeah, I mean, this one was worse. This one was a lot worse, and it was it was stuff that like he even said like it's I think it's crazy that he apologized. But see, this is the problem when you have a flat set, and that's what you do continuously every freaking show for the last 15, 20 years. Well, on Instacart, I can shop a huge selection of pet supplies from that one brush that scratches him just right to that extra comfy bed he can't wait to flop down in. And I get everything delivered right to my door in as fast as one hour. Okay, 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 settle down. I know it's here. Yeah, it's very exciting. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get a free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Anjali. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just got an alert for a strange charge on my card. No problem. We make sure you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases on your Discover card. Let's see. Did you purchase something from a t-shirt cannon store yesterday? Absolutely not. No, I already have like three. Zero dollar fraud liability guarantee. It pays to Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Oh, give or take, few tracks got slid in and few left. But when you do, and you don't switch it up, and to learn and remember all your shit, that's what happens. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how much practicing they did. Well, he can't make it for other things, so I'm sure he wouldn't have made it for practice anyway. But yeah, you still haven't commented in the chat. Right? I did comment in YouTube. Yeah. Are you Big Rue or the Joker's Gallery? No. Okay. Well, then I, you're not in there. I commented. Did Rue remove my fucking comment? Rue, did you block him? Or did you no, block I, me? No, I didn't do anything. Do you see his comment? I do not yet. What the fuck? I com- I commented. And I just I just clicked on the live chat, so it might take. It was time. I it was, I commented. Let's see. Uh, it was after uh, the what up, y'all? That that big Rue said. I commented in there, and it was on my thing, and I I switched from top chat to live chat, and it and it went away. Yeah, it's never been there. Yeah, I, I was at the top. It would show you if he removed it, or at least it would show me or something. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, man. I, I swear I, uh, to God, I, haven't even, I, I didn't even see it in there. But anyway, man, like in my opinion, before I saw everybody talking shit on, online and before I saw Violent J apologize, the show was amazing. I mean, the show, I, I didn't change my mind. I still had an amazing time. It was still great. Just it, like all the gatherings that we've gone to where he butchered songs, we've had fun. It wasn't, yeah. a, it wasn't a main concern that he forgot a I mean, it's, two it's more It's more like his entire health in general has been a, a, a top. There you are. It's been a topic <laughs> of discussion in the drug of the world for a long time. I still, yeah, still ain't even know. You know what I'm saying? Like, his health in general is, yeah. is, is alarming right now. Yeah, and that's my main concern is I hope, you know, I might talk a lot of there shit about him, but I really do hope that he's doing okay 
Yeah. And that, I mean, it's not even about forgetting lyrics. It's about like, bro, you're like mumbling and like, are you coherent? Like, you know what I mean? It's more concerning than it is like, practice guy. You right. Know I mean? For and, sure. and his, you know, his apology, that's that's a legit thing. Like, bro, it's been so long. I was so excited. He's just as excited now as I'm we were, probably. Right. No, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, hype and forgetting all the words. And, but yeah, like, so like, uh, what was it? The Nedden game or something? Like, you forgot the words to the Nedden game, bro? How? <laughs> right? How? How do you do that? Now, we ain't been on stage in a while, but how? Right? Like, I ain't even heard that song in a long time, and I'm pretty sure I can put it on and sing right, right along with it. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few things where you're like, wait a minute. Come on, man. The Nedden, like... And that that chicken hunt? Yeah, he didn't. I don't think he forgot the words of chicken hunt, but but that is. A I mean, like confusing. if you forgot blood, guts, fingers, and toes, like it's uh, buds, trunks. It's a lingerie little though, because when you start getting older and you start forgetting, well, yeah, we should things. do a remix of that. Right. Write that down: blood, trunks, lingerie hose. All right, fuck yeah. You know, it's just kind of concerning on how. <laughs> I'm about to remove your ass already. <laughs> Shortest moderator moderator in history. Jumping Shaggy basically have to speak to speak to him like a ninety eight year old friend to comprehend. It's 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 yeah. Uh, is it sometimes? Is, is this the Juggalo version of Britney Spears where they're just keeping him safe and not letting him? <laughs> they just Jump Daddy has a conservatory. They just over, keep uh, yeah. They just keep him all did drugged I just actually up. Actually, call him Jump Daddy. Jump Daddy. <laughs> Jump Daddy. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I actually somehow mashed the word Daddy and Steady. Oh, daddy. Oh, it's Jump Daddy. You know, Jump Daddy. Yeah, Jump Daddy. <laughs> you know. You know. You know. I mean, I hope that is not true. But they got to talk to him like a 98-year-old grandpa. I don't, think, I, but what it, saying, I don't think it's that bad. It's, it's, uh, I mean, he's obviously a little slow. I've had, I've, I mean, I, purely speculation. I think he's on the spectrum. You know what I mean? Like, and it, it probably as he gets older, it's a little bit harder. And uh, drugs. That butterfly really fucked him up, man. Drugs are bad. You know what I mean? Like, even even his biggest supporters know the man is not uh, as sober as some may want him to be. And uh, and I don't know. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was talking. I had a conversation with Juggalo Elite, if you will, at the show, and it was like, you know, I was like, people sometimes hate on me or us for like some of the. Things I say in the past about Violent J and his well, I'm problems. Sure they hate on me with what I say, but I was like, I was like, it's not, you know, because they were saying the same thing. Right. You know what I mean? But it was like, I'm, I'm, I just paid a hundred dollars to come to an insane clown posse concert. You know what I mean? Like I, I support the hell. It's not because like I don't say these things because I hate this man or you know what I mean? Like I'm generally concerned about. Well, you could show it a little bit better. I don't just say just because you say someone's on drugs and you want them to be, you could show your concern a little bit better. Well, I don't. I mean, I try to tell them. You have a hard time with showing concern. You didn't want to listen, people. do I? God, I have no idea. I'm concerned about your drug problems too, bro. Oh, don't worry about that. They're under control. <laughs> you start forgetting to show up and shit, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, he spent so much man. time on the toilet. He's constipated. Hashtag free violent jail. <laughs> There you go, bro. That's funny as hell. But am I? I mean, everyone that I was with, and everyone who I was around, and everyone who I spoke to was having the time of their life, and they were so happy to be back at an insane clown posse show. And uh, Fago was important. That's the hashtag right there. You know what I'm saying like Fago was important. Um, 
How much Fago did they have? A lot. Was there a lot left over? Uh, no. Then Everybody they, was on stage. They didn't want to pay yeah, for it. Was there a lot left over for y'all to be buzzing out like for an hour? Be wilding out? Probably good. There, I mean, I never got up up, up there this time, but they're probably a solid 20 you minutes get, or so. I'm surprised you I am shocked. I almost did. I was close, but uh, it, it seemed like a journey. Yeah. I it was, always I, I was like already that. covered head to toe in Fago. I uh, so here's something fun. Well, I got I got a couple fun things that I f- failed to mention. Um, well, clearly, you know, I bring you bring extra clothes, you bring your baggies. I brought a, a pair of shoes just for the show. Like shitty shoes, yeah. they're gonna get fucked up, right? I get dressed, I'm all ready to go. Got my green button up on my replicon jacket and pants, my top hat. Bitch, I'm replicon. Well, no, I go I'm to put on box. my bad shoes. I have a couple pairs of the same shoes, right? Two left shoes, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never done that shit in my life. He <laughs> <laughs> got shoes. one. Bag. I didn't even try. I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna try." <coughs> There's no fucking way, dude. <laughs> There's no way I could have done it. I'd have been falling over. You left-footed motherfucker. <laughs> so I was like, "I guess I'm just wearing my." And they're not necessarily my good shoes, you know what I mean? But they were. This motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Some girl asked him to dance, and he's like, "I can't reveal my two left feet." <laughs> I need you to lead to the right because I can't. <laughs> and, and it's even more funny they didn't even try to put them on. And well, I mean, you know, well, you I, see I, mean, I wanted to see if I could live like that. No, no, I no. Um, Get the fuck so whatever. Out of here. Are you serious? And at that point, we were leaving. Like I never, you know, what I mean, I never bothered to look prior to that. So, like, whatever, we're leaving. So left footed. I just wear. I just wear work boots. To concerts. I mean, I just had an old pair of shoes that, you know, they had like grass stains on them and shit, whatever. I wear steel toes to concerts so that, 100% of the time. Yeah, so that sucked. That didn't uh, work out well for me. And then, uh, at some point during the show. So wait a minute. Did, so you had to wear the good shoes? Uh-huh. Or did you wear one good shoe, one bad no, shoe? No, I just wore the good I would have worn one bad shoe, too, one, one good and shoe. And at the end of it, I should have because honestly, my right, my for some reason, my right shoe was like completely soaked and my left shoe was just kind of wet but the left shoe was the bad one yeah so it wouldn't have mattered so it anyway. wouldn't have mattered yeah. it wouldn't have mattered anyway um <laughs> no and then, then these uh, uh I don't know. so I went the next day I went to fucking Walmart and bought fucking five dollar shoes which I wish I would have done beforehand cause my shoe was still wet I couldn't like I put my sock in it and it immediately turned brown and uh I was like I'm not driving wait fucking. you only brought one pair of shoes with you no, I brought two, but the second pair was two left shoes. So I, just, <laughs> I didn't have dry shoes to drive home I with. I just wanted to hear you say it again. Yeah. <laughs> See, I learned I learned a long time ago that, like, you don't pack what you can buy at Walmart there. Like, so you, you save the space, so you save well, the room. I wasn't planning on buying shoes. I, I, I know, but once shoes. you realize there was a problem, be like, well, fuck, how close is the Walmart? Yeah. Because I, I, we got to go to the concert. We're running late. Fuck, how close is the Walmart? I'm going to go buy a pair of Crocs. I didn't even Crocs. think about it. I just, just figured, I just dealt with, I was like, fuck, I'm going to deal with dirty shoes. I didn't know I was going to deal with, I mean, I, I knew my shoes might get wet. Sometimes your shoes get wet. Sometimes they don't. Depends yeah. on, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, Depends on how packed Sometimes on the waist down, you're not that wet at all. Yeah, because you're packing you know I mean? like sardines. Well, my shoe was like, it was, it was basically in a swimming pool. It's COVID, baby. Like, the fucking Fago was at least fucking four or five inches at the end of the shit night. Like, I believe it, it was a pool. So, and the next day, the next day, after I took a shower, got dressed, put my sock on, stuck it in the shoe, just... Uh, I was like, I'm not driving home six hours like this. I wouldn't either. I Why did you wear your socks? He's got to get out and I fuel. I fucking shoes for $5 at Walmart. Like, I'd rather not. Oh, yeah, uh, never mind. Yeah, he's got to stop him thousand times and 
pissed. Yeah. So that sucked. And then at some point in the show, these bad boys disappeared. These glasses on my face. Oh, no. Gone. Shit. Couldn't find them. Nowhere to be found. I didn't even realize it at first because I was just so enthralled <laughs> in Fago and... Uh, but uh, we found them somehow. Somehow we found Searching them. Searching around. Found on, like eight on the ground? Pairs of sun in the Fago mess, yeah. On the, oh. oh, you lost them in the show. Yeah, they were in the puddle. I'm shocked that oh, they didn't fuck. get scratched or Well, they broken. got scratched, sir. Oh, well. They definitely got scratched. they didn't get broken. I assumed. I, I was like, I'm not there. The security was yelling at us and shit, like, to leave. Or like, I was like, I'm not leaving. Until I, f-. I was like, even if I find them broken, at least I found them. I know. I know that they're broke. And you probably got insurance on them, and you just take them up, they fix them, and give them right back. And then, well, if yeah. they're scratched, they, I mean, they make kits that you just drop some liquid on there and rub it out, and it, it completely recoats it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Real simple. Sweet. But, yeah, they're, they're, it took a while, but found them. How fucked up were you? I mean, I was in a good place. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, like... I was sober enough to find my glasses in a Fago pit. Well, you had, but I wasn't helping. sober. I mean, yeah, I had people helping. How oh, I, I slipped and fell trying to were find you, my glasses. Were, okay, there you go. That's it. Were you? He just said he slipped and fell when he was trying to find the glasses. <laughs> well, it's wet. It's very wet, and it's 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 not. You have no fucking grip, bro. Well, I, I've been. I don't know I've if you've ever it. been in the middle of a Fago fucking mess before, but especially at Pierre's in Fort Wayne, it's very. Specific. I have even, not been at Pierre's in Fort Wayne. I, mean, I wasn't sober, but I remember. The, even at the gathering, <laughs> dude, it's all mud. Ooh. Could you imagine well, a fucking? I tile? can understand. I've, I've only slipped at the gathering at one time, and I was on the fucking scooter. <laughs> right. Although I have slipped at pops because that floor gets fucking. Yeah. Slipped. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, that, okay. all that tile floor. Man. Yeah, I slipped, busted my knee. My knee still hurts. Ooh. Okay, we don't need your legs swelling up again like the last time you fell at a fucking concert when you got right. there. Oh, yeah. No, we're, <laughs> well, I, don't say you're good yet, man. You better wait a week because it took like two, three no, days. No, that was that the next here. morning. Was it? Yeah, remember? I, we, I barely drove home. Well, uh, yeah. I'm trying to get yeah, gas. Every yeah, time yeah. we stopped to get gas, take me like 45 minutes to walk inside. And Bruce is sitting there like, I don't understand why you can't just do this while I sit in the passenger seat. <laughs> I don't understand. No, he had to go inside <laughs> to puss. Well, you made him drive with a broken leg. Probably what happened, he probably fucking, like, fractured his shin. Because he's a little baby, he always bitches about driving. So I'm like, well, fuck it, you're driving, shut up. D- doesn't he always drive somehow? I always drive his ass around fucking town here. Okay, that's So little, he can get fucking hammered. That's a little different than driving How's from it fucking different? Indiana. Oh so, oh, so I should just drive him around the fucking town here and then drive everywhere out, everywhere, everywhere we go I didn't out of say town, that. too? I didn't say that. Then what the fuck are you trying to say? I'm trying to say that you saw that he had a broken leg. He did it to leg. himself. I didn't break his fucking well, no leg. Shit. If I broke his leg, I'd fucking felt bad. I'd have like, been like, bro, I'll drive. That's not. God damn it, right? You would. But when he got drunk, you would have stayed in Dayton. You'd have broke my leg. You'd still be in Dayton, motherfucker. I'd have drove. <laughs> I still would have drove. <laughs> so you were trying yeah, this to motherfucker pun- did it himself. So you were trying to punish him and make him drive. Hey, you know what? Sometimes when you do things yourself. You have to either a walk it off or learn how to deal with it. That sounds like a very bad, poor decision on your your part of like your we personal. We made it home self. just fine. Uh, okay. Hey, if I get too drunk and fuck myself up, I don't expect nobody to take care of me. That's my fault. Why are the frogs out? It is daytime. I can hear the fucking frogs already. But that is, if I fuck myself up because I'm fucking hammered and wasted, that's my fault. I don't expect anybody to take care of me. 
Sorry, I have. I feel like people should be responsible for themselves. I mean, sometimes. I, I, no, I totally. It's get bad that. enough. I babysit the motherfucker every time we go out somewhere. Yeah. Now you want me to babysit him enough to drive his ass home too? No. Come on now. Uh, no. Because of me, the motherfucker didn't get into a fight that night. Luckily, he fucked himself up. So somebody else didn't fuck him up. <laughs> I mean, for crying out loud. Well, speaking well. of events in town, man, if you guys don't know, <laughs> <laughs> Friday, May fourteenth. Yes. <laughs> Replicon Radio is hosting Frodo the Ghost, Brody Frody's Dirty 30. It's a real life concert it's going down at Pops in Sausage, Illinois. Featuring oh, PZ, shit. the 86 family, hit a, hit a man, proven effective, Mr. Green and the boys, all hosted by Replicon Radio. What time are we supposed to be there? As uh, soon as it starts. Friday, May 14th, Pops. <laughs> we'll get, be there and still won't even be on time. Get tickets online <laughs> at PopsRocks.com. And come hang out with us, man, in St. Louis. Or Saugit. Saugit? Saugit. Saugit, Illinois. Saugit J. Fucking blame me for him hurting himself. I didn't, blame, I didn't blame you for him hurting himself. I said, like, you knew he broke his leg. Why make him drive because, home? Because he's piss, he pisses a thousand times on the way home, okay? So when he tells me he's got to piss, I'm going to be like, fuck, you can hold it for a minute. But when he's driving, he can stop whenever the fuck he needs to. Okay. Oh, you're Fair not enough. from town? You want to come see Revocado Radio? Well, guess what? We're going to be back in Indiana going down to Carl's Tavern. For the two Tavern. drunk to perform. Ta- Tavern. What a great See, place you to should get make yourself drunk. a fucking replicon shirt that says Tavern. Because every time you say Tavern, you say Tavern. Just like you make... We make USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. USAA. Restrictions apply. Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA, get a quote today. Make fun of me for saying library. (laughs) You're saying a word that's pronounced either way. You've created a whole new... Tavern is not pronounced tavern. It's tavern. I feel like you're just repeating yourself now. No, it's Tavern, not Tavern. All right. Well, it's going down at Carl's Tavern. Wait, hey, bro, 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 make a shirt that says I'm going to the Tavern. Yeah, I rule the bad man. <laughs> the dude, fucking tavern. How do you even spell the Tavern? <laughs> the Tavern. Is, is, is that an I-N? It's, T-A- <laughs> it's T-A-V-R-Y-N. Tavern. Yeah. <laughs> Put my heart through a Y in there. Holy shit. Yes. Won't make fun of me for mispronouncing shit. I should have called you that out on that a long time ago. (laughs) We've been to the tavern for fucking years at this point. That's right. What's up, Carl's Tavern? Carl's Tavern. Shout out to the ice machine. (laughs) Shout out to the ice machine. It's the ice machine, not the machine. It's ice machine. Ice smashing? Ice smashing? Ice smashing. Yeah. Ice smashing. Anyway, we're going to be there. We're going to be there. Too drunk to perform. Rue's going to get his leg broke, and we're not going to know how it happened. There you go. I mean, they do have the little bars around the stage. Maybe it's the ice machine. It it could be. It fights back. 556. It is a juggalo. Yeah. By the way. Right. If I ever watch another movie that you suggest, just punch me in the fucking face. 
<laughs> instead of <laughs> instead of suggesting the movie. Are you talking about the, the If I watch the a movie he suggested, just punch me in the face. Oh, oh are you talking about the Nicholas Cage one? Yeah, Willy Willy Wonderland. Willy's Wonderland. Wonderland. I have not watched that yet. You loved it, bro. It's it's fucking silly. <laughs> I never said it wasn't silly. You said it was good. It was, it was actually. I think I did say it was silly. Let me. Uh, okay. I mean, it's a guy fighting animatronics. I said it was silly for sure. I mean, if you go if you go into it, knowing like, how ridiculous it it's is, it's a movie where the main character doesn't even talk. Not one fucking word. I told you that. Not one. <laughs> nope. You couldn't remember. You thought he might have had. No, a I told line you were, I, that was the one hundred percent thing I said. Was he says nothing? Now, how in the fuck? I mean, there was plenty of opportunities for him to talk. I'm so like confused as to how he doesn't talk. He's, oh, bro, it's fucking silly. He's all jacked up on fucking energy drinks and pinball, man. Punch, <laughs> punch, whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> Called punch. Well, he's punching <laughs> motherfuckers. He needs it. It wasn't. It wasn't. Horrendously horrible. No, it wasn't. It was. I never said. I never said it was like the best movie ever. I thought it was gonna be. I thought I was gonna laugh and lose my shit, but it just got dumb. (laughs) I mean, some of the parts were like, "Are you fucking kidding me right now?" For sure. And then they. I mean, but at the end of it, I was like, "Damn, Nicolas Cage is kind of the fact that he did not say nothing and all that shit went down." I was like, "He's kind of a badass in this movie." And I, have, I don't think I've, I don't think the words Nicholas Cage is a badass badass has ever crossed my mind. I mean, I, I think he was a badass and gone in sixty seconds. I don't know about this fucking movie. There we go. He I may was, have been. I wasn't looking at his ass then. Kip reigned. It was it was definitely different. I was expecting this motherfucker to say something. And they did explain the story a little bit, but for an hour and twenty minutes, I think I figured they could probably put a put it together a little bit better. Yeah, I know. I mean, it, it's silly. It's super silly and ridiculous, and I expected it to be super silly and ridiculous. And then I was like, "Oh, he's kind of a badass." Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. I mean, apparently, everybody in the movie thought he was a badass too. I mean, he was. He fucking killed them all. He's not locked in there with them. They're locked in there with him. All right. I'm like, what? Fucking bitch ass mom. Fuck that bitch too, by the way. Yeah, I'm glad that she got <laughs> dealt with. Spoiler alert. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> wow. Well, it really, it was super sad. Wasn't her it mom, was fun. but it, yeah. Well, yeah, it, it was. It was. It was okay. I mean, it's. I wouldn't give it a second watch. Unless, unless, like, I'm sitting around with a group of buddies and I'm check like... Check this shit out, yeah. You want to watch some fucked up shit? Check this movie out. Let's watch this one. Right. And we all got to be drinking and... <laughs> there probably, really wasn't any bad words in there, was there? There wasn't a whole lot of cut. There wasn't cut a whole lot of words in there anyway. <laughs> no, not, not at all. None of the things? To, oh, yeah, no, they, yeah, they did. They, they did they, talk. They did well, talk, yeah. some of them. two of them. The two females. <laughs> Oh, and the little dude on the side of the highway or whatever. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> dude, the that Mexican shit, guy. That shit was that fucking was hilarious. I, I, fucking, I, did, I did bust out laughing at that scene. Even at the end. He came back at the end. He did. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. So it was, I mean, it had its parts. Yeah. It was fun. <coughs> I thought it was fun. So, yeah, go check that movie out. <laughs> Willie's Wonderland. <laughs> you really sold it. I mean, it, it it's it's worth a one time watch for sure. 
One time. I like how we've gotten to this point where it's like, yeah, you know, it's worth a watch. It, from well, because like the more just I'm punch me in the fucking face next time you suggest a fucking movie. Well, that's two movies that I was like, really, this is what the fuck we're doing now. Hmm? What other movie? Uh, it was the one we had to do a review oh, for. That's but I me. had to, that's I had to do that. That's not me. But there was another one you suggested that I watched and I, I could. Was that that? movie review. We still haven't figured out what the fucking. Easter Bunny Dildo movie is that you talked about. Oh, no. It's somewhere in the airwaves <laughs> of hundreds of hours of Replicon. But yeah, but he didn't know what the, we didn't, I don't think we knew what it was I, called. I think I, told, I said the name of it on that day, but uh, maybe. Probably not watch it. Good luck. Um, I did want to talk about one more thing, though, because I put it in the headline before we have to take a break because we have guests. Um, remember last week, D-Lo put out a Cottonmouth King album, right? Yeah. Remember talking about that? Uh, madness and destruction and uh, legacy ruining junk. Well, I'm here to tell you, quite possibly, another Cottonmouth King may be swooping in to save the day. Ooh. Daddy X. And you know he's wrong with St. Dog. Well, is that the one that we don't know where he's been? Unfortunately, St. Dog has passed away, and uh, yeah, Daddy X is MIA. But uh, Johnny Richter, well, actually, Johnny Richter and Suburban Noise Records. Suburban Noise Records, we talked about it before, they're kind of rebooting back up. They got new stuff on the way. They just announced a brand new super group called King Click, which is Johnny Richter. Didn't they already have one of those once upon a time? They did. It was never... No, they had King Spade. No, they had a King... They had a song called they had King Clay. Okay, that's what They had a song called, yeah. What was that album that they had? Uh, they had a bunch of albums. Oh, Jesus Christ. Let me look at it. Anyway, they announced Supergroup. It's Johnny Richter, Chucky Chuck from DGAF, and uh, the newest artist in Suburban Noise Records, who is obnoxious. Not only did they announce the group on Thursday... They released the first single featuring Jared from Head PE and Mad Child. And then on Saturday, they released the debut music video for the same track called We Want It All. So the debut single from King Click, Johnny Richter, uh, Chucky Chuck, Obnoxious, featuring Mad Child and Jared from Head PE. They did uh, an interview recently, or Chucky Chuck did, that this is a full project. Apparently, King Click was a group they were going to do a long time ago, which was Cottonmouth Kings featuring okay. Dirtball. Uh, it was before Dirtball was actually in the group. Uh, it's going to be featuring Dirtball, Chucky Chuck, and a few other people. Um, and it never happened. And uh, so now they're uh, they're bringing it back. A lot of people online are hating on the name because it's got the word King in it. I'm 100% down with the name. That's what fucking D-Lo should have done. I don't, you know what I mean? Like... You can't call yourself Cottonmouth Kings. That's the shit that pissed everybody off. But that yeah. doesn't mean you can't keep the king like, you know what I mean? Like, king click. You, you took the king and then, you know what I mean? Like, Richter's the king and everybody else is the click. But yeah, man, brand new group. And they're on Suburban Noise. I found the name of that movie, by the way. <sighs> what? Bunny Killer Thing. The Bunny Killer Thing. That <laughs> That's makes exactly sense. what it is. What's the name of that album? There was an album. It was. It had a black cover and it had a spade on there. And I think it was D. Loke and Johnny stash. Richter. It's probably called Kings. It's King Spade. That was a group, which was D. Loke and Johnny Richter. 
They put out a few albums. Yeah, I thought. Oh, you probably talking about the Royal Highness album where they're talking about the Cottonmouth King Click. Are you blind or something? Are you blind as a bat? Well, or they, they even have a track called. Dun, 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 dun. Get with the King Click. That, oh, that's yeah, it. That's yeah, it. Yeah. But uh, but I'm not. I mean, it may not be on Spotify, but yeah, it's probably even called King. It's probably called that. Yeah, King Click. I think that's the name of the song. Yeah. Because like there was a that that album was probably my favorite album out of all of them because I you know I don't yeah, really like right hearing people. What, what's it called? King Club with a K. Uh, it's, on, it's on number seven. Number seven. Ah, uh, yeah. But now it's a group. Brand oh, that new, is that brand is new one. super group on Suburban Noise Records, and uh, I'm all about it. I actually played earlier in the show if you guys are listening to the audio version. Um. First single and, That's uh, not the album I was thinking of These are not the droids You're looking for Those are not the albums That I was looking but for yeah It's dope Hopefully everybody Checks it out I want to know What everybody thinks about it And uh Yeah I'm trying to figure out What album you were talking about What up real freak We gave you a big shout out Earlier you missed it But you can watch it On the replay Hidden Stash 2 Is a black album With like Them on it They are I mean I agree with you Joker's Gallery in the chat says King Click is a known KMK alias since 05. They're doing exactly what Loki's doing, trying to cash in on the KMK legacy. Absolutely. That is Except the, that is the song. They're actually doing it right, in my opinion. Like you can't just I don't think I don't think it's fair to anyone who's ever been a member of the Cottonmouth Kings for D Lo to put out a solo record as a Cottonmouth Kings album. I do agree with D Lo. If he would have put out a record called something else with the word king in it, you know what I mean? Like, and I don't have a problem with Richter putting out a group called King Click. Because it's not Top Mile Kings. That is the song that I, that immediately came to mind, but it was on an album with a black cover and a black and a black yeah, spade on there. Album number seven. That's just, you're just looking at a, yeah. That That's one. it there right is. there. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, got my kings number seven. I mean, well, I don't remember that being the name. I thought it was called King Click. I thought that was the album. But yeah, I mean, well, like, you probably remember the joint venture that came out in 2005 because that was probably more of a bigger seller than the other. Yeah, and a lot of that stuff's on multiple albums. Like you're looking at an SRH compilation. Yeah, man, I can't. I don't think that's the album I was thinking of. We gave you a plug. That's not the album I was thinking of. I put the image up on the screen and stuff. Leave a comment. Tell everybody where they can find you, though. Real freak. If I find it down the road, I'll fucking bring it back up. Yeah. Because I, 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 for some reason, something that that's not it. Because I remember that album, but that wasn't the album I'm thinking of. Because I, it wasn't a Cottonmouth Kings album. It was just like it was a, I, it was a side project. Kingspade. Kingspade. But it's not on there. I mean, it may they may have come out with it. It might not be on their Spotify. Is what I'm saying. But I, I, I remember it being King Spade. Yeah. Uh, to the Googles. I mean, King Spade's a group. Well, I know, but I but it, I'm I looking put for out a few albums. Yeah, but it, but the albums that I'm looking for is not on their Spotify. Is what I'm saying. Well, I quit listening to Cottonmouth Kings a long fucking time ago. I'm not really interested in anything that they come out with now. Well, they don't exist anymore. Even if they even rip off whatever the <laughs> fuck you want to call it. I'm not interested. There you go. 
Y'all, CJ, take a fucking hint on this. They've been out of the game way longer than you have, so maybe you need to start coming back with some shit, bro. Who? CJ. Violent J. Oh. He said, That's why I said like, who C- the fuck is CJ? CJ? I was like, oh, who is CJ? Listen. What did he say? I don't even see his comment. That's the problem. He ain't saying nothing because he ain't doing nothing right there now. There you go. Well, we, uh, if you guys are on YouTube, man, Keep we got to take a quick break because we got a guest coming up. Um, make sure you guys stay tuned. Subscribe to the channel. Look out for the new. There's going to be a new stream popping up in just a few minutes because we're going to have to come back with a guest. So uh, don't forget to head on over to the tavern. That's right. Mm-hmm. We'll be back after the break from the tavern. Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bitches always do it. Wait a few seconds and you'll feel claws inside your stomach moving. Would you make a fucking fallen angel? Bitch, I'm about to bang this shit falling on your brain like a tank shell. Like your little pussy better be still. Fall up with the clock to your motherfucking ear like a seashell. You would never hear me coming. Think you see me, but you ain't seen nothing. Go real bumping like an AK dumping. Suck a motherfucker, another day because of nothing. Leaving my house with claw marks. She don't want to talk her jaw hurts. Why gonna fuck you call her? She don't want you, you want her. She don't pick up you all her. Trying to take her to Red Lobster. I'm in her guts like a monster. We just gonna fuck up her posture. <coughs> now, now. You'll be fine. Look at me. Be a good girl. Shut the windows, close the door, cut the lights out, light the smoke, drop that fucking circle on the floor, we gon' go somewhere your ass has never been before, this is a ritual baby girl, you should've seen it coming, your legs are shaking already and right now you ain't seen nothing, Jesus was having a good day today. 
pussy. I don't know what the fuck I'ma say other than give it to me. This is a demon. See, once it gets inside you, it's a movie. You gon' get pregnant even if I was still snuggling your booty. You'll probably swallow it 'cause you greedy bitches always do it. Wait a few seconds and you'll feel claws inside your stomach moaning. Whoa, all I know guts gon' drip. I do not trust no bitch. Oh, whoa, I be on fucked up shit. I'm in the fucked up shit. Oh, whoa, Shelly gon' suck my dick all in that window tint. Oh. Never know what you gon' get. This is a symphony. I hear violins when seeing bruises. Something is growing inside you just from listening to this music. I could have warned you, but you would never listen if I told you. So grab your ankles, 'cause baby, it's just better if I show you. On now, that's what I call art. From the gutter, like the bottom of a long fall. Move to my own beat, like the song's off. Getting busy, like I'm dialing up the wrong call. Heels on the damn post for the long wall. Story like a rock quarry, 'cause I get stoned. Got 'em drawing up a blank, 'cause I get gone. Catfish Billy, yeah, I got a sick clone. And he's in the laboratory with a brick phone. Got the ball, I'ma run it like the burnt part. Throwing up the number three, 'cause I earn hard. At the bar, sideways, trying to learn darts. Whole family of stones in this bitch.
no party like a trailer park party, cause the trailer park party don't stop. Ain't nobody like Billy, nobody, boy, Billy got the big bass drop. is a part of Replicon Radio's advertisements. Okay. Yeah. Replicon Radio is brought to you in part by 
Lex Axmaster and the Shadow Army. Is it a good job of hitting the wrong fucking ad button, Paul? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, we are back. We're live. Uh, shout out to the sponsors, Lex the Hexmaster and the Shadow Army. Um, yeah, we appreciate it. There is a new feed up uh, for everybody tuned in to the live version on the website. Go on. You can check out the YouTube as well. Or if you're listening to the replay, we're available everywhere. Um, Hello, replay. But yeah, let's uh, jump on into it, man. We have a very special guest on the line with us today. Super. Um, we're going to learn all about him. He's produced some of your favorites. All kinds of big shit. We're gonna learn. We're gonna learn what Tix's talks or whatever. I don't know. What we're gonna. We're gonna learn all kinds of stuff. We're today. gonna we're learn give stuff. it up for our special guest, Zeus. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Hello, sir. <laughs> what's going on? So man? I got Paul. Who else is there? Who you got? You got dead body man or Tony here? And big, Tony, big Roo, Kenny, big Roo, big, big Roo. Yes, sir. What's up, Roo? How you doing, brother? <laughs> Thank you for being right. a part of our program. Yes. Thank you for taking the time out of your day, sir. Absolutely. Thank man. you. We appreciate you hanging out with us here at RebelCon yeah, Radio. Quit messing with the Mars. Abelos, I know. Is it good? Yeah, I perfect. Am, I am. But yeah, man, we appreciate it. Um, essentially, we you know we like to have people on. We we want to get to know them. We want to you know we want to learn your story and kind of you know how how it all kind of got started. Um, you know, a lot of people, we have a lot of underground, like music, Twisted, ICP, a lot of stuff like that on the show. So some people may not be familiar with you, um, or some of your work. So it's definitely going to be fun for more people to get to know you. But I, I want to go back to like when you were younger, man, like, like what kind of got you into music in general? Like what was your first kind of introduction? Were you always like a, a rock metal guy or were, were you a classic rock? Like what kind of led you down the well, metal path? Yeah. I, I mean, I would say that it was, uh. I, I, it always starts with your parents or or who's around you. So um, early on, there was they were always playing like the Doors and the Beatles and um, Led Zeppelin stuff like that. So it started with that for sure. Um, and then as I got older, um, we all had turntables, you know, and and like little mini stereos back then. So um, I can remember early on getting <clears throat> a. Uh, like an all-in-one like turntable type of a thing um and i would say the band that really did it for me back then when i was probably you know six or seven years old was definitely kiss there you go dope and was it like uh was it just there like the whole i like the theatrics and all the uh like i mean obviously they're, I, they're entertaining to look at especially as a child i mean i i would say that like just everything about them was just larger than life because like in the in the you know mid to late 70s like everything had kiss on it so like you could get kiss toothbrushes kiss pajamas like you know it was just larger than life so i can remember getting you know i I remember winning their record at like some sort of fair or whatever um and just staring at the and it was actually the ended up being the first record even though it wasn't when the first record came out but that was right after that, you know, I started to play it on my turntable and stuff. And um, then I was just hooked. So I was like, anything that had Kiss on it, I just wanted it. Yeah. So I can remember getting like uh, Kiss Alive 2 um, and just playing that nonstop. And kids in my neighborhood would have Kiss records and we would like trade them and stuff. And oh, man, I never heard of that one because I think, you know, at the time there was probably like maybe at least five records out. You know, the usuals, Destroyer and Hotter, Hotter Than Hell and, and, and all those. So, um, so, so that's, that's definitely where it started for sure. That's awesome. 
And then is that um so like getting into that and seeing all that stuff is did that kind of is that where you kind of lent you towards like playing guitar? Like is that was that kind of your first uh, interest into like actually playing music and performing music was picking up a guitar? Well, I would say that came a little bit later, um, but it definitely sparked an interest. Like I was like, man, that that's fucking badass, man. You know, the guitars and the fire and all that stuff. Um, I, I have an uncle who played guitar, so he was always like. He would bring his guitar to my grandmother's house and, um, you know, so I, I was always seeing him, you know, with a guitar and, uh, and, 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 and that kind of a thing. But I would say that when I started hanging around with a few friends and they had like older brothers and stuff, then I was like, all right, well, you know, like then I, you know, figured out Black Sabbath and, and Ozzy and Van Halen and. Um, Iron Maiden was a huge one for sure. Um, Deep Purple. Uh, let me think. I could keep on going. You know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and so, you know, his one of my buddy's fathers had had a guitar, and it was laying around. It had a few broken strings on it, and we used to pick that thing up and play play around with it. And, you know, so then we started to figure out, like, how to play, like, you know, Smoke on the Water and, like, Iron Man from yeah. Black Sabbath and stuff like that. So right around there, that was probably, like, 10 years old or so. And so we just always were, like, screwing around with that with that, that one guitar. It was a silver tone guitar, um, which is, like, if you know your instruments, it was, like, made in um, by Sears. Oh, wow. So this particular guitar also had an amp that was built into the into the guitar case so and it half-assed worked it didn't sound that good so we would figure out ways of like plugging it into the stereo and hitting play and record on the tape deck and then you know turning up the input and you would get distortion off judy was boring hello then judy discovered jumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On it and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So right around there and then with all those records like Iron Maiden and Number of the Beast and, and stuff like that, um... Van Halen, like I said, and, and, you know, I can keep on going. There's, there's tons of them. Um, that's when I was like, man, this, this is this is it. I want to play guitar. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I want to do it. I want to do it too, man. These guys are awesome. I want to do it. So, um, you know, and a lot of kids, obviously, you know, whatever time period it is, they get into music like that. They want to play guitar. Guitar seems to be the, uh, you know, the one people go to, obviously, because it sounds so badass. 
Um, well, especially in that time, you know, I mean, that was in your face, like, oh, shit, these guys are fucking gods, you know, this is cool as shit. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so from there, it was like, all right, so then I finally got a guitar. It was just a cheap, whatever, guitar. And um, then I'm, I find out um, in my neighborhood, like, this other dude's playing drums. And I'm like, whoa. And then his brother's playing guitar. And then there's another kid playing guitar. So... That was like right around when I was when I had like my first jam, and I was just like, you know, we just played whatever riff or whatever we could figure out, and nobody was really that good. Hmm. But like that's just how you did it, you know. Yeah. And then from then on, it was like then you would find, you know, we as we would get older, then it was like, all right, then you would find people in other areas that played. So it's like, you know, I, I can always remember never finding a bass player. So it's like you start jamming with your buddy on drums and then maybe there's another guitar player or whatever and some guy that might sing, you know, and even when that guy was singing, it was like he was plugged into an amp and it was just totally like, you know, low budget. So, um, no PAs, nothing like that. Um, but I can remember the first time that I, that we found a bass player guy and he was like, lived like three towns over. And I can remember we played born to be wild by Steppenwolf. (laughs) And, it was the song that we all knew. And I remember for the first time ever, I heard like bass guitar in, in like our jam. And I was just, we're all looking at each other like, this is like huge. <laughs> like, cause it just fills up the whole sound. And you sound, you start, you finally start to, to sound like a band, you know? Yeah. So you got the other half of that backbone in there now. Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> and, and, you know, late, later on and, you know, down the line, I ended up, you know, learning how to play bass and that's a whole other discussion. But, um, but yeah, so that's a little bit into the insight of, of that. So, you know, I learned guitar primarily on my own. I took lessons for like six months or something. And, and I just, I didn't, I didn't want to learn what was being shown to me. I was like, this sucks. Right. You know, it's like, I want to shred. I want to play like, you know, the eruption and shit. I don't want to play fucking, you know, Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> right. <laughs> Trying to do these badass solos, man. What is this? Yeah, man. It's like, <laughs> I want to get right to the fucking business, man. Show yeah. me the shit. Hell yeah. So, so did you, did you guys like do a band? Did you guys do the band thing for a while? Did you, did you have any success with that? Like with, with the band? Yeah. Well, you know, I, so then, um, as, as time went on and, and, I did end up getting some bands and we, we would play, you know, shows and stuff. I was in this band called Doom Nation at the time. Actually, we were called Doom Patrol, not D-U-N-E, but D-O-O-M Patrol. And we started out as like a, like a cover band primarily with like a, you know, few originals and we would play like keg parties and people's backyards and, uh, small hall shows, um, stuff like that. Um, and then eventually graduated to playing like clubs and, and stuff like that. And then as time went on, like people started to really like the band. And, and so we were like opening up for, you know, uh, national artists like Henry Rollins and, uh, you know, Overkill and, and like Helmet and, uh, Deftones. We played with them once. Um, so like, uh, I did that for quite a while. Um, I was in a, in a, in a couple of other bands as well. Um, and yeah, I also was in a recording studio really early on as well. Like probably I think the first time I went into a recording studio, I was 15 years old. Oh, wow. So that experience like really 
turned me on to that side, which is what I do now. But at the time, I was like, ah, you know, this is cool. And I had a lot of interest, but um, I primarily wanted to be a guitar player. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure, like, especially at that, I mean, even now for a lot of people, but especially at that age, that's, that's, you guys are doing business in there with the, all those controls. I'm trying to be out here shredding. <laughs> well, yeah. And like back then, it was like, and I still use the same philosophy, you know, today is, you know, we had to rehearse, man. We had to fucking practice. We had to know our songs in and out. Then we go into the studio. Then we record. And most of it was done live because you didn't have that many tracks, you know. And even even back then, you know, in the, in the you know, late 80s or whatever, like, there wasn't that many, like, 24-track studios around. Like, you'd be lucky to find, like, a 16-track studio. I think that's the first place that I recorded was an 8-track studio. It was tape. Um, and you know, you had to learn your songs because the tape was rolling. It wasn't, you know, you could maybe punch in some mistakes or stuff and stuff like that, but like primarily like you had to know your shit. Yeah. It isn't like now where it's like, you know, you can show up half ass and the engineer fixes your shit. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's crazy. So, so at 15, so I guess I'll go back to that then. So what what were you... What were you doing in a recording studio at such a young age? Was it for the band? So I was like, I think I was a freshman in high school. And these dudes were like, I was hanging out with this guy. And he was, he was a a better guitar player than me. So I was like, um, I'll play bass, man. You know? And he was like, cool. You know? So we started to jam. And I can remember at the time I want, I really wanted to play like heavy shit, like hardcore and metal. And they were like, I can remember one time I was starting to like play the bass. And they're like, no, 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 none of that shit. No, no, we're not. We're not going to be like a metal band. We're going to be like more like a fusion band. I'm like, what the fuck is fusion? Like, you know, like, what do you mean? So they're like, t- you know, turning me on to like Weather Report and Jaco Pastorius and and you know uh, all that kind of stuff. Um, Steely Dan and and just like musicians rock. Yes, and and Rush and stuff like that. Progressive stuff. Um, you know, King Crimson, um, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. So I was like, oh, and I really, I was like, I'm real, not really too into this here, but, you know, I want to jam with these guys. So I ended up, like like I said, playing bass, and they were like, well, we're going to go in the studio, and because we were doing originals, like, there was no covers. Like, they were just like, no, we're, we're going to do our own stuff. So, so they're like, well, we're going to go in the studio, and you know, so we got to rehearse for the studio. So that that that's how that all started. Okay. So so just kind of watching the engineer and stuff like that. You're like, this is it. Kind of sad. Well, they're your, like, all right, you know, mind. click it off. It's like click it off, and here you go. Like you're fucking recording, man. It's it's on. So like you play, man, and then yeah, you're looking at this guy, and I think this place was like in the in the bottom of a music store. Um in like the basement and they had a, a little control room that was fucking tiny. Like the whole band could barely fit in there. And it was a little window for isolation. And so, yeah, you see the guy looking at you and you know, you just, you just got to play, man. For sure. And you, so, so like being a kid and like being around all that, especially with the, I'm sure they had like the, you know, the, the insane boards and, and a lot of those older studios were like really nice. Cause you know what I mean? You had like the reel to reel or the tapes and it was like, acoustic rooms with all the you know all that stuff so they're just kind of like in, stuck in your memory like as you got older like something you always 
Well, no, it was like I, I I think that what fascinated me about it, and this, like I said, this this experience wasn't like what you would think. Like you just said, it wasn't like yeah. you know racks and racks of gear and big tape machines and stuff. It, it was way more cut down than that. Way more like affordable, and it was like one of the only ones in the area that you know you could afford to go to. If you wanted to go into one of those places, like you needed like shitloads of money to go, and you'd probably have to go to a bigger city. And even even if that was available, like that's probably something that like that that band or at that you know at the time would not have done anyway. So, but I remember hearing it back, and I'm like, "Is this us?" Like, because it sounded super good. Because you know you're used to hearing like on a you know we would just record ourselves on a boombox, right? And then you hear it back like you know a fully mic drum kit and like you know your your bass and your guitar is like sounds actually kind of good. You know, so that was like very, very like eye opening um, in 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 everything. So um, as I as I you know went along in, in in my other bands and stuff, you know, I did some more recording, um, and I got more interested in how it worked and stuff. But it was primarily it all started because as a hobby, I just enjoyed like I had a four track and I was just recording people for nothing. Um, with very minimal gear in the area, and um, that's really what what did it. it. It was more like I said, uh, yeah, I'll record your band. You know, like I don't, I only have a four track, and I only have so many mics and stuff, but I can give you like something that'll sound pretty good. And then word kind of spread around the area, like that I was doing that, and other people were hitting me up, like, hey, you know, you can come to our space and like record record us too. You know, so that that's primarily how. I kicked off getting into into the engineering and recording world. Was just like jumping right into it, just almost by accident, as if it were meant to be. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like I said, like I started it because it was fun, and uh, you know, uh, I, I guess uh, at, at the time I was just uh, kind of just into both, but I still at the time still wanted to be primarily a musician, so. Um, it wasn't until later that uh, when when things started to roll a little bit more, where I was like, "All right, this is I got to make a decision here." So that that's that's comes later. Okay, so 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 you're doing this, so you learn you're learning as you go, basically, and like hooking people up for free, um, getting to know all that. But at the same time, you're still doing the the Doom Patrol. Like, the, so did that continue on for a while? Like, what kind of like what was the point where it came down to like, okay, the band thing isn't like the band well the band out. let's go to the studio well that thing that kind of like went where um you know that we changed the name um to doom nation and um we were you know going pretty full speed ahead and then a couple of the guys in the band like because they they got to we got to like you know early 20s and now they're like there's a couple of guys that are thinking you know what am i going to do in my life you know one guy wanted to go to community college another guy was like kind of advancing in his job and so there was it was starting to change a little bit right around that time this was probably like the like super early 90s um and uh i i just wanted to keep doing what i was doing i was like you know i was done i was like working a shitty job in a factory and i was just like this sucks you know what i mean i was like i just want to get out of here and play guitar and whatnot and 
So uh, what happened was it kind of just fizzled out. So then I started jamming with some other people, and it was more of like a hardcore band. Um, well, it was a hardcore band. And um, I started playing more gigs uh, out of state and, and regionally um, and meeting more people. And then that's when, um, at the same time, I was still recording. Um, but I kind of graduated to an eight-track machine. Um, and so I had a little bit more capability. So that's when I would start doing some demos for some other bands. And same type of thing, word kind of spread. So then people are hitting me up. Hey, I heard the, you know the demo from so-and-so. It sounds fucking better than our last one. Like, would you be into recording us? And I'd be like, sure. So... I kind of continued doing the same thing. Awesome. So then eventually, I guess it, you, you just got so busy because people just kept coming in. Like music had to take it, like playing music almost took a back burner because you were so busy. Is that kind of? Well, well, it was kind of like, okay, I had my day job and then I was doing recording on, on like, you know, nights and the weekends and stuff. I was still in bands um, and it was all still like a, uh, a three-way street, you know, it was kind of like work, recording, and practice, and being in the band and stuff, and then, um, then the the metal and hardcore music in the in the region kind of started to blow up a little bit out in um, the Northeast. I would say the Northeast in general, because it wasn't just New England. There was some bands coming out of New York, Connecticut, um, just the whole Northeast in general, and some bands were getting signed, and there was a lot of activity. The shows were getting bigger. It was just, it was just blowing up. It was getting crazy. So, um, so then I did some records uh, for some record labels. So it was like this band, One Hundred Demons, out in Connecticut. I did this record for them, and that that fucking started to blow my name up. And then I started working with this this other band in the area called Shadows Fall, um, which was. Uh, probably all this was probably going on in like the, the end of the 90s like 96 97 95 to like 2000 right in that area um but i was also recording local bands too so um right around that point i had this place that that i started to uh, build into a recording studio and people were just starting to come to me um especially after i had a couple of records out so it's just word of mouth from there spread um, and I just kept going. Yeah, I was gonna say. So, so, so obviously you're not you're, at this point. You're not. Uh, you're building a studio. You weren't working on the four track thing at your home anymore, right? You're, you're an upgrade. Exactly. So, I was actually at one point wor- working out of a, an apartment, and uh, my landlord was like bashing down the. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
What the fuck is going on in there? I'm like, I'm recording guitars. He's like, I can hear it all the way down the street. You're going to have to turn it down. So I was like, all right. So I turn it down. He comes back. He's bashing on the door. He's like, he's like it's, it's too loud. It's like, I can hear it all the way you know, down the road still. And I was like, then he says, oh, I got this place um, that's like a, a garage in like a more industrial area that you might be interested in that I got to get a, a tenant for, and you could probably do that there. And I, and I just look at him and I'm like, is this for real? Like, is this fucking guy telling me this shit like for real? So I was like, yeah, I'll go check it out. So I go down there and he's like, shows me this place. And I was like, all right, well, if I can like build, like close off the garage doors and like totally soundproof it and like, you know, make it into a studio. And he, I don't think the guy really knew exactly what I was talking about, but he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever you want. I was like, all right. So that's when I started my, my, my studio. Um, and you know, I kind of, part of the story was earlier where I said like, you know, I was in the bands and, um, so it's, you know, playing throughout the area. Yeah. And, uh, so you, knew a lot of people. you know, so like bands would start to come to me instead of me like going to them. Absolutely, Making but it, it was still it was still a, a really like cut down type of a place. It wasn't like you know crazy acoustics and you know tons of re- you know recording equipment. You know, I had to you know save up and and buy the next piece. Like, oh, I need more headphones, and I would just rack up a credit card and like buy more stuff and hope hope that I could pay it off. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So so doing so t- that with the local bands, what kind of uh, was it just word of mouth from like band members knowing band members that you that like uh, the Good Life recordings and Century Media with Hundred Demons and Shadows Fall got in touch with you? Like, well, it was more like I did the I did the recording and um they basically uh, had no problem with like as long as the quality was good enough they didn't really care um, as as far as you know talking about the label yeah. Um, and it was, it sounded up to par, you know what I mean? Um, compared to a lot of the stuff that was coming out at the time. Um, but I guess to answer that question, it was still like a word of mouth, you know, I was still doing local stuff, but I I would go to the gigs, you know what I mean? Like you're there and you're mingling with other dudes in, 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 in bands and stuff. So it's like, you know, you get in conversations. Oh yeah. I heard that, that, that record or that, you know, that, that demo tape or whatever. So even back then, there were still tapes. Yeah. You know, so everybody was, like, still, like, fucking passing out tapes and shit to you. Like, here's here's my tape. You know, CDs still weren't, like, a thing yet. Like, they were starting to be a thing um, where people started to catch on. But a lot of people were still, like, making tapes, man. So, um, but yeah, so those, those early records were my introduction into, like the real world of like okay like now these these are on record labels so you know you would start to meet those people too um and back then 
you know, there would be like metal fests, like in New England and all the label people or Milwaukee, like we would go to the Milwaukee metal fest, travel out there. And, you know, all the label people would be, well, not all of them, but a lot of them would be there um, representing the label, like Century Media, Metal Blade, uh, you know, all of those, those labels, Revelation Records, like all the hardcore, you know, labels and stuff. So um, you would, you would get to know people and, you know, then you'd be like, oh, you know, I did this record and, you know, like they would just out of, you know, they would find out who you are and then it was, you know, word of mouth that way. So it just kept, so it just kept spreading and spreading and spreading, and you're just becoming busier and busier, and obviously, you're, yeah. You're, you're, so I mean, look, it's still track, a hustle. So. You know what I mean? For sure. You got to hustle, man. So it's like, um, and it was before, still before the internet. So, like, you know, people were still fucking handing out flyers, man. Absolutely. That's a, the way it should still be. I miss flyers, man. You know what? I would love to put a motherfucker in the boot camp like I was in, man. I'll bet for sure. Um, so this may sound like a stupid question, but I just I, sure. I want to hear your. Uh, so, like I said, I mentioned earlier, we had like we've we've had several producers and stuff on the show, but a lot of it's uh, hip hop and underground, which is a totally different world. Like a lot of times when you talk about a producer in hip hop, he made the music, he's making the beats. What? Uh, so obviously you you do you're producing you do mixing which is in the studio like what is what is the definition like in the rock and metal world uh, for producer that's going to be different from uh, what people may recognize a producer in hip hop as? Well, a producer, I guess you would say, back in the early days, was the guy that that kind of uh, made sure everything was going all right. He was the one that booked the studio. He was the one that made sure the musicians were paid he was the one that made sure that uh you know everybody had all the accommodations and was kind of like a tour manager almost more or less right and then it kind of evolved into the producer was an engineer okay so like phil specter and like you know the wall sound and mm-hmm. you know those guys that, that did all those crazy big records back in the day eddie kramer and and, and all them and uh so you were primarily the you know and not always uh not not all producers back then also were engineers so sometimes the guy you know when it evolved a little bit more into the musical thing he would be the guy that was primarily listening for the song arrangements listening to like you know what what does a song need to be done does does a new part need to be written like um, I need to tell this guy he's, he's playing the wrong style for a solo or, you know, these these background vocals need to be like, um, we need a doo-wop in here or, or whatever. Like, what does the song need? It was more like a song type of thing. And some of the producers were also engineers. So, you know, like that guy might be like, you know, because um, most musicians back then, like, they, they didn't know how to record. Yeah. So... You know, you had to trust a guy, an engineer or producer or whatever to, you know, I hear this sound, you know, on the record, like, that's what I want to hear, too. Like, you know, you hear the guitar or you hear the bass or the drums or whatever. So, like, you walk in and it's like, they're the ones that are, like, setting up all the microphones. Because you're like, I don't know where to, where to point the microphone or what that gadget does with those knobs. And like like you were saying earlier, the mixing board, all the faders and shit. Yeah. So. Yeah. Those things are so, intimidating. So that, yeah 
So I would say like, you know, like hip hop producers and stuff like that, like they're more like almost almost now a creative thing. Like they can like you were saying, they make the beats and and all that stuff. Whereas in the rock world it's just it's more of an opposite thing. Like the director as like in comparison. Yeah, to like a director or a guy that knows that's where the you know, the engineering term came from because it's like you know, the Abbey Road guys doing the Beatles, they fucking wore lab coats, dude. Right. Like, they wore these white lab coats. Like, that that was their job. Like, they were these, like, almost like if you were to say, like, in today, like a computer guy. Like a computer wizard. Like, you walk in and this guy just knows fucking everything about computers, right? Back then, it was like, you know, I don't know what all these knobs and faders and all these fucking gadgets do like i'm just a fucking guitar player yeah you know so so i guess but then you know as 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 things went and the way that i did it was like i always wanted to learn how to do this how to do that like you know what is uh what does this do what does that do and and it turned into but also i had to work on the songs as well so like and work with the musicians so you're sitting there and you're responsible for getting all the sounds and stuff and, and running all the equipment, but you're also the guy that's like, you're playing too fast. Or you're telling the drummer, um, you know, don't uh, hit the snare on that part of the beat, or you're speeding up, or uh, you could, you know, as, as it went, like the more complex part of the job, like you're working on arrangements with the band, or you're singing a melody to the to the singer like no try it like this instead of like the way you did it or you know that song let's cut that part out entirely um so it can it could be a lot of things and you know so today's producer and in, in my side of the world is like it could be a lot of jobs yeah. all in one all in one thing no oh, absolutely yeah i was just so, Obviously, you're doing tons of stuff, and you do like you mentioned. You, you over the time you you learned everything, so you're doing production, engineering, mixing, mastering, and even composing. We'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, right. So, time. like you know, if you're like a hip hop producer, like you know, there's probably guys out there like kind of like how I did it, where you're going to this guy, and he's like, oh, "I'll give you a beat." And then, you know, the, the rapper or whatever is going to be like, or, or the artist is going to be like, all right, I, that, they'll work with the producer guy to come up with something they can rap over or sing over or whatever. But then that same guy, he's, he knows how to use the computer and, and, you know, all the outboard gear and all the, the microphones and, and all that stuff. And sometimes even that guy's the mixer in the end too, you know? So, um, but mixing is, is a different animal than, than producing. So. Um, it's, it's the final, you know, when you put all the pieces together after it's been recorded. So yeah. that's, that's another ball game. Make everything sound the way it's supposed to sound. Yeah, exactly. So you could work with somebody that's like the best producer, but he fucking sucks as a mixer, you know, like it, it'll come back sounding like shit. Absolutely. So then you got to find a mixer, you know, and then the mixing's done and then you got to find somebody to master it because the mastering guy's like the next in line. He's the final ear on everything he's got to make sure everything can be delivered right make sure that uh you know it plays good on every on every format and all that stuff that's what the mastering is so um you know there's there could be other people involved with that as well definitely a lot of stuff um so as you kind of continued on you started uh i mean you had some pretty big 
things real early on. Like, uh, you ended up linking up with Hatebreed, which obviously became extremely successful, and you worked with a lot. And then even, uh, like, super, like, what, just a few years into your career, one of their records was Grammy-nominated, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I've, I've been, I've had three Grammy-nominated records so far, so. That's a, congratulations on that. Yeah, thanks. I mean, um, that's pretty pretty crazy when you think about it, but yeah, Hatebreed was nominated, and, and, and Shadows Fall was, too. Um, we didn't win, but that's all good, you know, um, but, uh, Hatebreed, another, another band that I've worked with for a long time, and we've all grew, grew together, um, and we've made some great records, um, over, over the course of, like, 20 years, and, and we still work together, like, the, their newest record out now is, I did, I did that record as well. It's so amazing. So was there, so I don't, it's a, it's a strange question to ask, I guess, but was there, like, a time... Like you're doing all this work, you're in the studio, you're meeting these bands, you're you're also learning as you go. But nobody, obviously, like you said, the bands don't really know much yet. Uh, was there ever a moment like where something happened? Like obviously, like them get like, the record you produced getting nominated for a Grammy. You're like, okay, I did it. Like I made it. Like I'm, I, it's official now. I'm not, I'm not the kid learning anymore. Like when was the was there like a moment in time where you're like, okay, I'm, I, I made it, mom, or you know what I mean, like. You know what? I, I still to this day don't feel that way. Like I still, still I'm still learning, you know, and I still feel like, you know, it's when I look at everything I did on paper, it's, it's like, whoa, wow. Like, you know, I start to think, oh, I totally forgot about that or this or that. But, you know, even now, like, for instance, I'm working with Queensryche right now, who I'm sure you've heard that name before. Absolutely. Um, they're, you know, really, really huge rock metal band that's been around since like 1981 or something like that so um you know i've worked with them you know a few, you know several times and i go into the whole thing saying like how can we outdo the last thing like i'm never going to be comfortable like it's like we got to do better so i'm constantly i'm never really constantly like ever taking anything for granted or ever like saying that i'm in some sort of space that's like um safe i guess you could say so even though like you know i've had that that kind of thing happen like it doesn't really i just I, okay that happened let's let's move forward is, is the way that i do it yeah that's awesome but i mean you're definitely doing uh you're definitely doing big shit man and we want to at least acknowledge it but uh you know well thanks man. constantly growing and learning is also a big deal too um so you've worked with tons of artists, tons of huge bands in that world. Uh, I have to, obviously, I want to talk about, uh, I guess, what, 2012, 2013, you ended up linking up with, with Rob Zombie for the first time. How did that come about? That's kind of an interesting conversation. Um, a good friend of mine was his tour manager at the time, and he introduced me to Rob. Um, and at the time, Rob was going to take a little break and... Um, and he was going to record a record, but he didn't want to go to like a studio and like be in a studio all day and, and all that stuff. And my, my buddy was like, I, I know a guy that, w that could come down and bring all, all the gear you would need and uh, you'd be able to do it at your house. And he was like, really? So that's pretty much how that happened. But 
I wasn't the producer on that record. Um, I was more like the assistant and like an assistant engineer, and I provided the gear and stuff. And I was on call to like kind of be around, you know, whenever I was needed. And I, I did a lot of stuff, but I wasn't the producer. So um, well, that Bob Marley was kind of how you were on that the, record. Your first meeting, though, right? What's that? But that was like the first, the first meeting, your first interaction, and kind of how. It yeah, happened. that was the first time like I ever met. I ever met Rob Zombie was was right around that time. It was like 2012, um, and dude, like he didn't know anything about me, which, which is actually he. We, we kind of laugh about that now, and like I didn't go in there going, yeah, I do all this stuff, and I'm this and that. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just gonna fucking keep sure. my cool and do my thing and not get in the way and. He, he'll learn who I am as, you know, as a normal person would. Like, I didn't, you know, he didn't even really know what I did, yeah. which is kind of funny. Like, I, I changed the battery in his car. <laughs> like, honestly, like, you know, I, I don't remember exactly how it happened, but it was like um, his car wouldn't start or whatever. And because they got back from tour and it was like sitting around for a while and it was like his SUV or whatever. Yeah. And my buddy, who I told you, introduced me to him, said, oh, you know. Chris could probably go run to the, to the auto zone and get a battery. And I was like, I'll oh, fuck it. I don't give a shit. Sure, yeah. So I, I, I put a battery in his car. I, I didn't give a shit. I was like, you know, I'll, I'll sweep the floor. I'll do whatever. Like, you know, that's my attitude towards things. So, so that was this, that was my start starting relationship with him. And when the record was done, um, he hit me up and he was like, I, I'm trying to remember that how it exactly went, but, he was like, I'm going to be doing a DVD, and I, I hear you're a pretty good mixer. Would you be interested in taking a crack at mixing it? And I was just like, fuck yeah, man. Yeah, who says no to that? So, like, I can remember it was, like, winter time, and it was <laughs> fucking, like, snowstorm, like a blizzard. And I remember driving there, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to make it, you know. I had my, I had a Jeep, and I had, because I brought gear to his house, you know, because, like, he doesn't have any gear or studio or whatever. He's just like, you bring your shit, man, fucking make it work. So, um, so I set up and stuff and I can remember it was like super cold out and it was, there was probably like already like a foot and a half of snow and I can remember hearing him like shoveling to get to the, to his outbuilding where he, where I was setting up and he comes in with this, like wearing this, uh, it looked like a buffalo, full-on buffalo, like, for... I think it's almost the same thing that's in his, one of his newest videos, The Crow Killer. Uh -huh. And he just looked like this mountain man, like, covered in snow, and he's coming in, and he's like, how's everything going? <laughs> so, so anyway, so I ended up mixing the live DVD, and then from there on, like, he would, he would just call me, be like, hey, you know, are, you know, what are you doing in, like, February? Or he'll text me or whatever. And still to this day, that's what he does with me. That's he just true. texts me. Hey, what are you doing? You available? That's awesome. So then you so, so you did the, the DVD and then you ended up uh, actually producing and, and mixing the next record, right? Correct. Yep. And, you know, so I started to, you know, work with him more often and... Um, you know, every every time is is always a, a journey, and it's always kick ass, man. Like he's awesome to work with. I can't imagine. So, like for you, um, like working with all these bands, and like, is is that like obviously as someone as a fan of Rob Zombie, 
Is that still like a like? Do you still have moments like or someone like Queen's Rag or or something? You're like, holy shit! Like this is what I'm doing now. Like, do you have those moments? Every once like in a that while, happens? that that yeah, sometimes that hits me, and I'll be like. Wow, like you know, there was a time I was working with Mick Mars, and I was working, I was working with him um, on some solo stuff, and I can remember I was just like, I'm fucking eating dinner with Mick Mars right now at his house, and I'm shitting in his toilet. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is happening right now. This is my life. Like this is this. I'm literally like taking a dump in his toilet. It's fucking Mick Mars's house. <laughs> That's so awesome. like yeah you know every once in a while like it'll it, it'll hit me like that you know but uh then it's sometimes it's just like all right these people are they're just people you know and when they're like in their other element or whatever like they're not on tour or whatever they're just normal people yeah you know so it, it's just it gets to a point after a while where it's like what's up man you know like right. let's get to work hey rob yeah, it's just, I mean, some, you know, some people, especially like Rob, Rob Zombie, definitely just seems like larger than like, Rob is actually time. super, super cool. Like, he, he makes sure everything is fucking good. Like, is everything good with, you know, with everything? How was your drive? Like, like he's just super cool. That's awesome. So, obviously, you've worked with a ton of people. We're talking about Rob. I, I want to finish the Rob portion. So, then, obviously, you guys worked sure. together a few times. You did the, the newest one, the Lunar Injection kool-aid eclipse conspiracy that came out this year which is doing really well um yep and then at some point he got you to do um composing with 31 is that something you had done previously no it wasn't so so how in the that's, world that's that another about? kind of yeah. story there you know <laughs> well 31 was was actually john five was the, the composer on that film and I was the music editor, so he hired. Uh, he, I was hired as the music editor on the film, and which is like kind of like the technical editor guy who, you know, once you get all the music, you have to work with the editor, make sure like that all the edits they do on on the film like go across with the with the music because every time they're cutting in that film, it's cutting the music in the same spot, so. You're, you have to fix or make sure that it all still fits in the, in uh, the same space that they might have cut in the, in the cues of the scenes. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, so the that was my job for that. Right spot, yeah. What's that? I said the ominous tones is not in the right spot anymore. In the, in the well, yeah, right. It's <laughs> like, okay, they cut, uh, you know, this many frames out here and in, in visually and well now there's missing the audio is like chopped and kind of moved and it's not in time anymore you know so that was like what i was hired to do for that so um john ended up getting sick um and he was back out in la and so rob was like you know, we got a, we have a deadline. Do you, do you think you might want to try doing a cue? And I was like, uh, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll take a crack at it. And he, you know, came over and he kind of showed me like what, what he was looking for, you know? And so I, I came up with some, some stuff and he liked it. So I ended up doing some cues on that film. Um, and that's, that's just, that's how it ended up happening on that. Wow. So then, and then you did it. You you returned with three from hell, and you 
were you brought in just yeah. to do it that time to compose the right so he he uh, he asked me if you know if i would be interested in, in working on three from hell i was like sure um and i can remember the first thing that he gave me to do was the machete fight scene and he end. told me he wanted like a Morricone type of spaghetti western fight music. And I was like, <laughs> oh boy, this is going to be fucking difficult as fuck. Because it's like, you know, it's that's the best fucking composer in the world, really. <laughs> you know, as far as like classic stuff like that. So I can remember I busted my ass on it. I spent I probably like it took me about two weeks to get that done. And that was also the end of the film. So it was like a huge section. Yeah. And it was kind of like a test for me because if I if I couldn't pull that off and, and come up with something that would work, then what are you going to do? You know what I mean? You'd have to get somebody else to do it because that's definitely what he wanted for that for that scene. So I can remember showing it to him, and he's like, "I like it," you know. And I was like, "Fuck!" It, it was it was a load off my uh, off of me um, at the time. But the music in in the film was. There was so many different styles of music that had to be created for that. It pushed me to the limit, creatively and 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 everything. And I had to put everything that I know into to get that that movie done. And it was super super hard. That's awesome, though. But but that's I mean I I'm, I'm assuming you enjoyed that the the creative uh, having having to jolt those juices and. The creative. I uh, did, but it's like <laughs> it was it was strenuous because then it's like you know okay you 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 go you get a cue done and you're like you're like all right that one was fucking tough and then it's like he'll be like all right I need mariachi music for this one and I'm thinking all right now you need mariachi music <laughs> like I've never fucking How do I did do anything that? with mariachi. So what do you do? You know, you got to fucking figure it out, man. So that's what I did. I figured it out and made it work. So like that, that was like the biggest learning experience for me because it, I guess it was, you know, some composers might be like, oh, they do the spooky sound thing and the synthesizers and, you know, bowed cymbals and it's eerie and stuff. And that's it. Okay. Not a Rob film. A Rob film has all kinds of stuff going on in it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're creating a score. The score and the composing the music. And you're creating all this stuff. You're not just, like, yes, finding exactly. something that, oh, this sounds like mariachi. I'll put this on. Like, Right. Yeah, you got to create it, man. It doesn't exist. So it's like, that. that, you know, whatever's on the TV in that movie, I made the music for it. That's crazy. It's not like what was really there, you know, that's the movies. So, um, yeah, so that was, uh, that was a crazy experience, man. And so it opened up another world to me where I'm like, man, this is, this is great. Like I want to do more of it. So, um, so that's where I'm at now with that. That's awesome. So is there, is there, uh, those are the only two so far, right? Is there is there more things you're working on, or I guess are stuff you could talk about? I, I did do some cues for some other um, films and stuff, but um, I didn't get the gig. I didn't get the job. Um, sometimes you're a backup, you know, like you might just be the director's like second choice, and sometimes like you know, somebody they, they, the guy they might want might not be available, and uh, but they still got to see what you can do, so. You know, I've done some stuff like that, but yeah, I've only worked on two 
that have been released. Oh, I gotcha. That's awesome, though. I mean, like I said, it's a whole nother, uh, whole nother world. You really are the the jack of all trades, at least in the music world at this point. Even. Well, it's like, look, I don't want to just be doing a death metal record every every fucking week, or just doing a, uh, you know, like say I'm working with Queensrÿche, and you know, like I lo- I love to vary it up. It's got like, or else it's just gonna get stale, you know. Right. No, absolutely. I'm sure composing a film is a definite, uh, you know, change. Well, of yeah, especially <laughs> when you gotta, you know, come up with all kinds of crazy stuff, like, um, you know, like like on the Three from Hell movie. That's so awesome, though. Um, so with all the stuff you you've been doing, all the production you've been doing, obviously you're creating music for the movies, um, and I'm sure you've probably played on some of these records as a as backup or anything. But have you like ever gone back into wanting to like? play music like be a professional musician or like or start a band your own self and and not do it for other yeah I, I have thought about it and um you know um i i am writing some stuff for myself and i and i do catalog it and i'm really into um as a hobby now but it, it could still be used i'm really into like 80s synthy music so I have a whole shitload of that. Like, it sounds like it could be in like Night Rider or something, you know, like, you like the Night Rider theme song. Or like, you know, I, I've been watching a lot of uh, Miami Vice. Um, I love Jan Hammer. I love his like his musical work. And, and it's some some people might be like, oh, it's outdated and cheesy. But like, there's something about it. Like, the me 25 years ago would be like, this sucks. <laughs> right. But now, for some reason, like I'm getting into synths and. Uh, you know, I'm kind of over the whole guitar, bass type of thing, and, and drums. I like I want to learn and explore more. So, like when I when I get in front of a synthesizer or something like that, especially with like knobs, and I love analog synths and analog drum machines and all that kind of stuff. So, I love tinkering with like sounds and putting them through pedals and um, coming up with cool ideas. And and so that's what I've been doing now lately. Um, but also I have been playing some guitar and, uh, you know, writing some stuff, um, and maybe it'll be used someday. So maybe it won't. That's awesome though. But yeah, I, you know, it seems like, uh, it almost seems natural progression for a man who, uh, who works with sounds every day. You're just constantly looking for new sounds. So it only makes sense that you would go to, uh, the sounds you never used before. With the synth and right, stuff. and you know there are times where like I do play on on some of these records, you know, small parts or, or whatever. And sometimes the band are like, "You, yeah, I don't care if you do it." Or yeah. if I come up with an idea, sometimes it never gets replayed, and it just stays, you know. And it's like, you know, I don't make a big deal out of it or anything, you know. And I'm just like, "Oh, cool," you know. Like, I, I, you know, I might listen back to that song someday, and I'll be like, oh, "I remember I did that part," you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. And uh, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No I mean, obviously with the uh, with the music composing, the what you describe with the with the sound you may be creating now would would probably be a wonderful uh, backtrack for many a video game. Well, yeah, you know, video games have been talked about, actually, um, which is funny you bring that up. Um, I just, it's just a matter of time before maybe that might come come to me, maybe, um, who knows. But uh, yeah, video games is, a, is another, it's another world of composing, actually. Um, I don't really know, like, um, I'm not an expert at it, but... Um, I don't know how the music is placed or like if you watch anything in the video game to get ideas or whatever, but, um, you know, as in films, cause in, in films, it's emotion, the emotions of the music and what you're doing is what can create what the scene is all about. You know, you can make sad music over something that's funny and it's, it's fucking sad now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Or like in Rob's movies, he's, he'll put some music over a killing scene like Slim Whitman. Yeah. yeah, there's definitely some. That's uh, definitely a different world when you're watching uh, the zombie films. There's some, there's definitely some moments where yeah, this things, or like when people are getting murdered, and for some reason you're smiling because of the music. Yeah, like you know the clown scene in, yeah. in uh, Free from Hell. You know, it's like you know he's playing that movie on the, or that music on on the boombox that I created all that music. It's like it's like ding ding da 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 and he's jumping around and. He's about to get killed, you know? That's so awesome, man. <laughs> That's such a cool thing to do. Um, so, obviously, you've worked with tons and tons of very, very popular bands. Um, we could probably talk about it all night. But is there any, like, not, like, favorites, but, like, standout moments in the studio or, like, different things where you like, of all the people you worked with, you're like, man, that one time with Shadows Fall was crazy. Or, like, holy shit, I'm working with the casualties or... Or, you know, as you, you know, yeah, like, I mean, yeah, sometimes that happens. Um, I, I would really have to think hard of that because, like I said, there's, and like you said, there's, there's a lot of them. So it's like, um, I mean, I can remember the first time I recorded Agnostic Front and, and I heard Roger come out of the monitors and I'm like, wow, he has such a distinct voice. And I was just like, he's a legend, you know? So I just like, that was one that definitely, um, was like whoa you know um hearing hearing him come out of the speakers was just like you know because i was an agnostic front fan growing up and i was just like wow you know this this was fucking this is amazing so so that was one you know um another one that was really cool was um working with kirk winstein from um crowbar oh, yeah. um he's just such got such a unique guitar style that sludgy you know, down-tuned riffing style. And I can remember when I was working with him, it was like, wow, like this guy, just watching him play, I was like, that's like what I would hear coming out of the, you know, putting the tape in the in, in the car and hearing like crowbar for the first time. Like there he is like riffing in front of me, you know? So <laughs> it does happen sometimes. That's wild. And you did the, uh, the zombie Manson collab too, right? Yeah, I did. I did. I did that. Uh, I did a cover of Helter Skelter. That's so cool. Did you did you get to work with Manson on that, or was that did he just? I didn't get to work with him in person. Um, he was he was holed up in Europe at the time, and 
the schedule system working to work for him to get back. Um, so he sent some tracks, um, but you know, I had to go through them all and make them work and stuff. So that's still awesome, man. There was, there was still a little bit there, but, um, no, I didn't get to actually be in the same room with him. Still dope. That's just, that, that, just that, just say, just to me that just that saying, like I did a, I did Manson and zombie on a Beatles track. Like that's just, like yeah it's pretty cool for sure you know i'm like hearing this you know getting the tracks and you're like going sifting through them and like you know what what does he got here what what do i got and you know it's like he's isolated you know you get to hear there's nothing else with him you know what i'm saying yeah yeah just a blink that's so dope that's awesome man yeah um so obviously you're still working on stuff the rob zombie record came out earlier this year i know you got a few uh what the uh, cruel hand, Todd Latora, the letter black? Any any big product projects uh, going on right now, or things coming out soon that you want to make sure people look forward to checking out? Or uh, I just finished mixing this band that's really cool. They're called Spirit Adrift, and they're on Century Media. Um, real cool band. They have an old school. Um, style of like rock meets metal going on um a little bit of a 70s vibe um but real natural and organic and um real cool stuff there's some synths in there and some you know like dual leads like um type of stuff and um more it's not like growling or vocals or anything like that so i just i just finished that um and i do have i, I have been working with queens rick on a new album um, I was just down in Florida working with them, uh, and we were actually at a, a mansion doing the recording, which was which was interesting. Um, and it was Hulk Hogan's old mansion. Oh wow! So that was that was very unique. Really? So there's another story there. Like here I am working in, you know, when he had the TV show um, back back in the day. There I am, like oh, sitting that, there working in his old house. That's crazy. It's just like fucking weird, dude. <laughs> Maybe you can produce his next record. I, I heard he's a fucking killer bass player. He's got to give me a call. <laughs> he did that record back in the eighties, I think. Was, yeah. yeah, well, he, if you if you read about Hulk Hogan, like he started out as a musician. Like he 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 played in in some sports and stuff, but apparently, like you know, he was like full on, like wanted to play bass. That's awesome. Well, you're always having so, like, so maybe you'll hear this and, and he'll call me. There you go. Hit him up, man. Find yeah. Go find Queens Queensrack at your old house. They know how to get in touch with him. Yeah, I'll be like, yo, man, like let's cut some fucking songs in your old house. Like, <laughs> I'll do, man. That'd be awesome. That you don't own anymore. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't know. So even though you're super busy, you're doing multiple amazing bands producing and mixing and mastering and composing. You're actually you, you actually still like like people can book you still right like you're still available probably yeah not very like, often but well like you know like yeah hit me hit hit up my management and you know then there you go like we go from there so if you're a band out there and you want to have Zeus credit on your record go to zeusproducer.com and maybe you can make it happen. yeah that's right go to zeusproducer.com and you know um hit the email button and we, we could make magic man that'd be awesome if I was in a band which I'm not 
I would hire you just to, just so I could have you credited. Just so I could be like, the guy who did all this also did my shit. Well, sometimes there's those people too. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I find out how good they are, I'm like, oh boy. They're not good. <laughs> They're not good. Oh, God. <laughs> what happened? I'll be like, uh, how do I get out of this fucking gig? Right. It's like, can you credit me under a different name, please? And I've been, and I've been in those situations, trust me. I can only imagine once you get to that level. It's like, uh, can I have a different name? I mean, dude, I'm talking, I could go way back and be in those situations. Like, you know, when, when I was, like, in the local scene, and it's like, you just record whoever walks in the door, and it's like... Nope. You should have seen some of the shit walking in the door. I can only imagine. They pay the hourly rate. They get the. They get it. Yeah. I've heard some pretty bad, uh, you know, underground rappers that you know in our scene. And it's like, oh god, no shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Some some of them just they're like they're hung over. Like I had one guy. He was just throwing up all day, man. Oh Didn't god. get anything done. You should have just recorded him throwing up and be like, that's the best thing that you've recorded all day. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's your track, man. There's your track. Um, I, I said, I got a couple more questions for you. Well, one, where did the, uh, where does the name Zeus, where did, where did, where did you acquire that? Where did that come from? How that's hard. That, how did that start? All right. I, I was waiting for that, but you guys didn't mention it. So yeah. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you. We're a slow <laughs> burn. We're a slow burn. <laughs> yeah. I was so caught so, up in the story. So, all right. So, my last name is Harris, right? H-A-R-R-I-S, Harris. And back in the day, I would show up at band practice, and my buddy would be like, hey, Roos. He was like, you know, like we would pull in the parking lot or whatever, and he'd be like, hey, Roos, like that. So, hey, Roos turned into hey, Zeus. Then he started fucking with me, and he was like calling me hey, Zeus. And then that that shortened to Zeus, and he started calling me that in front of people. And then people were like, "Oh, hi, how you doing, Zeus?" And I'm like, "Dude, what the fuck is with the Zeus shit?" <laughs> so, so then we were gonna put a demo out, a demo tape out, and we were all like, "We're not gonna use our real names." Like, so he's like, "You're Zeus, but you can't spell it like you know Zeus." And I was like, "Well, why don't, why don't I spell it like Doctor Zeus?" So that's how I started to spell it. So I spelled it Z-E-U-S-S, right? So when I was in the band or whatever, like, then I started, people started calling me Zeus, and I was just like, all right, I'll roll with that. So I rolled with that, and then when I started doing records, I was like, that's when I had to make a decision. I was like, all right, but there's some other, like, cool producers out there that have unique names, like Mutt Lang, like, you fucking remember Mutt Lang, right? right? Yeah. You know? And, or you, you remember some of these, like, and actually, you know, in hip-hop, like, they all got a fucking name, right? So, so I was like, I don't want to be, like, Chris Harris, like, on the records. It's just, like, there's a million of them. Yeah. There's a billion of them. It's like, if you were, like, named Mike Smith. <laughs> right, yeah. Right? Or Rob Jones or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, so what? Like that's just going to go in one ear and out the other. So I started using my 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 Zeus name as like that's who did the record. And dude, it fucking worked because people like were like I heard of you. Fuck yeah. You know. So still to this day, I I've been using the name for a long time, and um 
it's just yeah, it's too late to change it now. Well, I mean, essentially, that's your stage name. I mean, even though you're not on the stage, but your stage is the music. I mean, and you know, you you nailed it exactly. So I, I again, I I just kept it kind of going, you know, and and there you are. So there you go. That that's that's the story. That's awesome. I mean, that kind of sounds like the you know I I follow like you know YouTubers that have names that are like well you know I guess I'll roll with this for now and then they blow up on that name and then they're like fuck I gotta use this yeah. name forever. <laughs> well, it, it's kind of like this, right? You know, you always hear that story from like that dude. Like, okay, what's what's that dude's name? And they go, oh, that dude's Smiley. And you're like, why do they call him Smiley? Right. <laughs> and you know, and then the dude will be. Then you'll find out the dude got called Smiley like in grade school because he was always smiling, right? And now the fucker is going to be called Smiley forever, right? <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean. So like, so it's kind of like that too. It's like it got to that point where it's like, all right, well, you know. Uh, it's too late now. I'm fucked. I'm, I'm that name, you know? It's like, God damn it, why'd I blow up with the name Dr. Buttchug? Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm lucky. I didn't I didn't blow up with, like, you know, some sort of, like, uh, you know, like Smiley. Yeah, right. <laughs> then you got to walk around. Produced by Smiley. You, then you're on TMZ, you'd be like, this Smiley guy isn't smiling in this picture. He's a douche. Yeah, yeah I mean, now now there's going to be some dude named Smiley hitting me up. You fucking asshole. <laughs> Why are you talking shit about me? It's like... Sorry, Smiley. It's like it's all factual, but fuck, man. Shit. We love you, Smiley. Wherever Thanks, you Smiley. Are. Yeah, wherever you are, dude, I meant no disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. We understand the struggle. <laughs> well, you're definitely... Uh, a god in the in the rock world, so uh, kind of works out. There you go. So so that's so that's that's the that's the name story right there. Oh, yeah. I spelled that thing wrong like eight times. <laughs> yeah, I actually had to tell you. You yeah. know, like I even sent him the, the <laughs> correct spelled wrong. I spelled you it know? wrong two different ways as well. Yeah, I fucked that up real bad. You know what? Like, it, it, like, it's not the first time. I, like, the dude already fucked it up. Like, how is he going to be interviewing me? Right. Just, right? just as bad, just yeah, as bad, right? Just as bad. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! Well, that's the shit. Uh, I do got one more question for you. Uh, mm-hmm. We asked all of our guests the same shit because we're completely uh, unoriginal. But uh, essentially, you got three records, three albums, not necessarily ones you produce, just in general that either inspire you as an artist or as a person. Maybe it's the one you you cry to when you're sad, or the one you punch the wall to when you're mad. Whatever it is. Just three records that you could not live without. What would they be? Okay, three. I, I could name probably a couple, um, but that's tough because it's only three, and it de- you know it depends on the mood. But you yeah. get one wild I, card. <laughs> I would definitely say "Master of Puppets" by Metallica, Dope. for sure. Um, the Number of the Beast by Iron Maiden, and a third one would be hard. I'm trying to think. Hmm. Maybe, uh, and again, I, I just I could change my mind like eighty times, and you For guys sure. know that that's oh, how it goes, right? So I would say like, how about uh, like a Led Zeppelin or a Black Sabbath record or something like? Um, I'll, I'll just say Black Sabbath Volume Four. There you go. I could always put that on and be like and listen to it all the way through. Hell yeah. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. 
computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's always subjective. Every time you get, you get asked it, it's, it's going to be a different answer. I was just right. Like, but tomorrow, record. like, I could be like, man, I, I should have said this record, you know? Like, as soon as we're done, you're going to be like, damn it. Why didn't yeah. I say... Yeah, I just yeah. like the. So, weird, I was hoping for like dirty dancing soundtrack or something <laughs> off the wall. Yeah, I know. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. It's it's a tough one. It, it, that's just a tough one. To answer. So those those are my answers for now. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, they're all good answers because that's who you are and that's what you like, man. Um. Well, that's the shit. Well, I don't know. We appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us, man. It was it was super awesome getting to know you. Um, and obviously, like I said, we could talk forever about all the hundreds of uh, things you've produced. And uh, I can't wait to see what happens in the future. If you guys want to learn more about him, go to ZeusProducer.com. You may be even, even able to book him for a session uh, if you're lucky enough and fortunate enough. But either way, there's there's a whole list of all the projects, or, or at least some of the projects, from Rob Zombie to Hatebreed to Kingsright to The Casualties and more. Um you're, you're a legend, man. Like already, and uh, well, thanks, man. I, like I said, I, I don't see myself that way, but uh, you know, thanks for the compliment, man. And there's there's a lot more coming, and uh, some stuff I can't talk about. And just keep 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 tuned in, and you know, there'll be some really cool stuff by the end of the year that you'll see. Well, and awesome. then maybe we can do another another uh, we can do another. Uh, show or something do a yeah. follow-up yeah absolutely man as i say i, I want to officially welcome you to our replicon radio family whatever you got going on anytime hit us up we'll chat again or we can at least get the word out whatever you know whatever's going on and uh yeah it was a pleasure chat man and we appreciate it and uh we'll definitely stay in touch you got any uh any last words or any shout outs or anything you wanted to uh to plug or let people tell people where to follow you or anything like that yeah, like I mean, well, my, I, I'm on, I'm not on Facebook, but I'm on Instagram. You can find me at, at Zeus Producer, and uh, you know, and then I have the website and stuff, and and that's about it. You know, um, I, I kind of keep up on the Instagram thing and, and post things here and there, and um, you might find if you watch my story, sometimes I I'll put some of my soundtrack music in my pictures and. Um, stuff like that or uh i might blurb something that if you if you miss it you're gonna miss it so sometimes there's easter eggs in in my posts or whatever like um might be something i'm working on and you gotta just be good to find it the man the man slips on the social media posts <laughs> <laughs> so anyways it was good talking to you guys paul tony big root and uh let's do it again sometime Absolutely, brother. We appreciate it so much. Uh, Thank we're you, actually going to play uh, 
some of the stuff from some of the records you uh, you produced, and then we're going to come back and hang out with everybody else. So if you guys are tuned in on YouTube, head on over to replicanradio.com so you can enjoy the music, all of which was uh, produced and or mixed by uh, the man Zeus. So we appreciate you, brother, and uh, we'll definitely keep in touch, and we'll talk again soon. All right. Take care, guys. I'll talk right. to you later. You too. Thank you so much. Bye. Peace. Yeah, bye.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wells Fargo presents one of the surest ways to grow your money. A Wells Fargo CD account. Where you can earn a 5.00% annual percentage yield on an 11-month term with a minimum opening deposit of $5,000. Visit a Wells Fargo branch or wellsfargo.com backslash CD rates to open a CD account and start growing your savings with us. Wells Fargo Bank, N.A., member FDIC.
one. Replicon Radio is brought to you in part by Alex the Hexmaster and the Shadow Army. It's also brought to you in part by Big Rue, who can't hear anything right now. Shout out to Big Rue. We're back. We're here. We're live. We're doing the dang thing. Shout hey. out to Zeus, the producer. We just had him on the show. If you guys are just tuning in, you missed it. But that's okay because you know what you can do? You can tune into the replay on our YouTube channel as a standalone or the full episode on all streaming platforms. That man has produced for some <laughs> superstars. So much, man. Superstars. Like we could the, the hour or so we had him on the phone, we could have just named the things he's done. But we were focused on him because we care about the people we interviewed. I'm saying that would have filled the time. Oh yeah, just listing. But shout out to him, and he uh, retweeted the, uh, the the clickbaity tweet. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah! Shout so out, we're, we're <laughs> zombies producer. I I like the we had to do that though because I I think we should do that going forward. Like with with the with the uh, the titles and the, the people you know that we have on yep. that are that, that are notable, uh-huh. but yet people don't necessarily know their name. Know why they're notable? Yeah, know why they're notable. So it's like we we need to help them know, like oh shit, okay, that's uh, all right. One, yeah, Zeus the producer, but uh, all right, cool. You see that as a title, you don't know you don't know who the fuck he is. You know, uh, you know, not everybody. That's why you tune in and learn. Yeah, well. But, but that's not how social media works. You see a clickbaity, yeah. t- you see a title, and you're like, yeah, okay, cool. But you see a title, it's like, oh, Rob Zombie's producer. It's like, oh shit, or any of the Who other notable, yeah. any of the other notable people that he has produced for. Then it's like, oh shit, and then you get to know Zeus. There you go, you know. Faux show someday. Maybe someday we're trying to get the producers out there, man. You know, Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, those are the unsung heroes of the music industry, for sure. One of these days, we're gonna have like an editor or something, and then we'll have like clips, and then the clips will be like super clips, like the JRE clips, uh, you know, from Joe yeah. Rogan Experience. Like, you know, you, you know just saying? put up the clips. Rob Zombie producers talk about his first time meeting Rob Zombie. Just that clip, it'll be up. And right. Everybody will click it. I click that. If you guys don't know, that actually happened. Whenever, the, whenever, like you get those ideas, you should probably like write them down in like a like a like a like a note or something, and then you can send it to said future editor. But we don't have; he's not here. Well, you don't know yet, but you could just send it to Hold the up. person <laughs> that does some type of editing. We don't have that person, don't he? I edit. I just don't know what to edit. Also, I'll forget. So, send me the fucking notes. If you want me to fucking pull the fucking clip, fucking send me the notes. It's basically what I'm pull saying. The clip. All the clips. Okay, cool. I'm not going to do that. All of the clips. I'm not going to do that because you're not doing what I'm requesting because my brain doesn't work that way. I'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I did Replicon. I did Replicon this week. That's it. You remember that part of the show when he said that? Clip not that. a clue. Clip that. Nope. Clip it. Hey, I next don't... week on the show, we got our friend Frodo the Ghost. Hell yeah, clip it. He's going to be hanging out with us. And we got tickets that we're going to give away. Can't talk about it, though. We can't talk about it. We're going to give away tickets to the Brody Frodo. It's, a, fr- it's a Frodo interview. We can't talk about anything. We have a lot of exciting things happening, but we can't talk about it. Does he, does he do this? Is he one of those people? 
Uh, yeah. Uh, well, historically, he has. I, I mean, don't he's, remember. We he's been on the show several times, and well, every he was time like, he like hung out in the studio when we lived in the ghetto. No, we've had him on the show a couple times, and every but time he's was, been on the show, it it's, it's been like I got a lot of things going on, but I can't talk about it. Well, you know, I'm working with this person, but I can't say who it is. I can't talk about. Well, there is a concert going on at Pop. Well, I can't talk well, about. He'll it. be on the phone, so he'll have to talk about something. No, he won't. He can't just. Be I silent. guarantee you. I, I, if I was a bad man, which I'm not. I would always bet money that he has got at least one to three things that he's going to bring up that he can't talk about, that he won't talk about. I'll agree with you. But we're going to talk about all those other things that he can. And that's going down yeah. next Monday, and you can win tickets. Which won't be nothing. We're going to talk about the show. To the, the dope show. concert going oh, yeah. out at Pops, which is hosted by Replicon Radio. That's us. Replicon Radio. At least he's got music out this time that we could play Here's for a playlist. Album out. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like we could play a playlist. Absolutely, absolutely. CRM said, "Shout dope. out to Freaky P Shorts." I don't know why he said that or why he added ease to my name, but uh, or how you can even see my shorts. Uh, you got up. Did you have the camera on? Absolutely not. So <laughs> it must be one of you. <laughs> He's in this room, or she. I don't know who you are. Stop being weird. He sent one of you. Um. Yeah. Man. But yeah. Shout out to Zeus. Make sure you guys go check out the replay if you guys didn't see it, hear it. Maybe just uh, somebody that knows who you are. And knows that is you true. Wear them every day. I mean, it's Replicon Day, dude. It is Replicon. And I wore I wore Replicon pants to prom night. So yeah, the whole ass pants. I haven't even seen these pants. Yes, yeah, I probably have. One hundred percent. Um, did anything happen this week in history? Yeah, there's some things. Yeah, there's a couple things. Yeah, Malenko has a birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday! The great Malenko or the dog Malenko? The dog. The dog's great though, right? Um, yeah. Well, happy birthday, Malenko. You know who else shares a birthday with Malenko uh, on May 4th? Audrey Hepburn. Happy birthday. You want to tell us who that is? You don't know who Audrey Hepburn is? She's a fucking... Somebody listening to the show probably doesn't. I'm picking up what you're putting down. I read it loud and clear. She was a very famous actress. I mean, you would have jumped all over me like pigs on shit if if that was me. She is an actress. All right, go ahead. Sorry. No. Wait, no, wait. I wouldn't have jumped all over you. Her name's Audrey Hepburn. Her name is Audrey Hepburn. She was a famous actress. There you have it. There you go. She was a uh, famous actress. Born May 4th, 1929. Nobody can tell you what movie she was in, but she was a famous actress. <laughs> she was hot as hell. Very true. I, Boop. What was I don't know any movie Breakfast she was in. Breakfast at Tiffany's, maybe. Was he? I don't know. I just guessed. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, gonna look it up. I'm looking her up right now. Well, today... May 3rd, 1933, 88 years ago. The hardest working man in showbiz, the funk master himself, James Brown, was actually born. Ooh. Ooh. I got so. Oh. I'm super bit. She was in Breakfast at Tiffany's. I was right about that. Look at you. See? You know. Number one movie she's known for. Yeah. And a bunch of other old movies from the 60s. Well, moving on to May 4th. 25 years ago, 1996, Alanis Morissette started a six-week run at number one at the top album charts uh, for Jagged Little Pill, which also produced her top six, her top six most successful singles. Uh, let's see. Uh, You're saying Jagged Little Pill came out? No, she's no, she uh, hit number one on the t- uh, the top album charts. Uh, 
and then she started a six-week run. Gotcha. So. Well-deserved. Uh, Great album. Yep. And then uh, moving on to uh, May 5th. EP. Yeah! That's a little John, not Alanis Morissette. I know it sounds similar. It did. It really did. You know, that is an, uh, I, I think she had a, a single called Yeah. Lil Morris, John. Sure. Um, uh, May 5th, 1862, 159 years ago. An outnumbered Mexican army defeats a powerful invading French army at the Battle of Puebla. Puebla? Puebla. 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 (coughs) I don't think it's play blow, it's play blah. Uh, establishing Mexico as an actual power able to af- defend its uh, um, its independence against uh, actual like invading nations and all that stuff, which eventually would lead to the total withdrawal of France, which was trying to take over Mexico at the time uh, the, the, from the territory. So the victory of the, pat- the Battle of uh, Puebla is still celebrated to this day, which Puebla? is now uh, the Cinco de Mayo. So that's what basically Cinco de Mayo is a celebration of. Uh, the 5th of May is a celebration of Pueblo? Of Pueblo. Pueblo's independence? Puebla. Puebla. Pueblo's independence? No, Puebla. Pueblo is, I think, is a fucking pepper. How many of those secret drinks have you had? I don't know. Two. They were just big. They're just big. They're just big. Yeah, dude. Anyway, moving on. Uh, let's see. 59 years ago, 1962, the soundtrack for the West Side Story would actually go on to be number one on the chart and stay number one for a total of 54 weeks, which is actually the longest running uh, uh, title for uh, any album being number one uh, <coughs> by at least 20 weeks. What? Yeah. For the West Side Story. The Jets and the Sharks? Mm-hmm. Is that right? 1962. That's the Jets and the Sharks, right? Yeah, I believe so. Is that right, Ru? I have no fucking idea. I didn't fucking look it up. Uh, I don't know. The West Side Story. I never, never even read it, watched it, none of it. What? Yeah, I was blown away by this as well because, I mean, it was like, that's that's the longest running number one chart charting album of all time. I don't know. I thought it was Thriller or the Eagles. No, that was the number one selling albums. But it just it just stayed on the charts. Yeah, no, the the yeah, it was number one for fifty four weeks, which is twenty more weeks than any other album. Yes, it is the Jets versus the Sharks. Thank you very much. Yep. Um, also, uh, Adele was born and Chris Brown was born on uh, May fifth. Papa. Adele was born in 1988, and Chris Bourne was born in 1989. Chris Bourne. Chris Bourne was brown in 1989. Wow. Yep. Let's see. 84 years ago, May 6, 1937, after attempting to dock uh, the largest airship ever built, the Hindenburg burst into flames and was forever immortalized by an announcer, Herb Morrison, with when in, in a live broadcast, he famously excluded, Oh, the humanity! And did uh yeah, it did other fluffy things that we don't talk about on here because we don't want to talk about negatives. Um, other fluffy things. Yeah, did other fluffy things when it went down into the ground. And oh, the humanity. Oh, the humanity. We can talk about things that happen. No, it's well, it's not fluffy. 
It doesn't have to be fluffy. Well, you, I, I can't, I can't bring negative historical facts, even though that's basically the. No, you can. All of our that's not history. The conversation we had. This is a don't blame all. Okay, to, all right. You got to mix in the the fluff and the music and the happy birthday to Chris Brown who beats women. That's negative. Chris Brown's birthday. My name is, pretty is Wes, and this is. <laughs> I'm I'm not in that mess. You're part of the mess. You all you all figured it out because you have said. Why you always gotta bring negative shit? Yeah, all because it was all the first two ones we did was all all these people died, all these people were murdered. All these, I was like, okay, can we put in some nice stuff in the middle? No, I get that, I get that, but you've also said that about like any, any of this shit. So yeah. I tried to like try to fluff it out. So, but but the Hindenburg, nice. the Hindenburg, everybody knows about the Hindenburg. I got to talk about thirty six people that died. The new people that don't learn about history have no idea about it. Anyway, yeah, fun so we, fact: you guys never even heard of West Side Story. Here, I, well, I, I never, I never, I've heard, heard of it. it. I just never was interested in. it. I didn't know that it was that fucking popular. I didn't fucking know. Yeah. Fun I, fact: I didn't give two shits. There's another fun fact. Here's a fun fact: though. more of an outsider's. Fan. I, 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 this is my fun. I f- love outside of the outsiders. Yes, this is my fun fact One for of my the favorites for this favorite? week. Pony it, boy is that uh, One of my that movies. the Hindenburg. Was actually a Nazi airship, yeah, and it was the yeah I, I didn't know that uh, you know it was the pride of Nazi Germany in 1937. So yeah, that was before everybody really hated Nazis. <laughs> that was before they really fucked everybody. Yeah, you can see the uh, you can see it on uh, uh, Indiana Jones. They go in it. You can see it right. Oh, never mind. What? Yeah, your butt. Bigger's, yeah, Bigger's butt plug is called the Hindenburg. For those who didn't know, uh, it was attempting Why to... Why you, fan of, You always got to be talking about somebody's asshole. Oh, just yours. Yeah, why? I don't know. Are it you seemed, obsessed with my asshole? Seems like a good place for the Hindenburg to crash. He was trying to attempt to dock. I think he has an obsession with my asshole. Maybe. You were just going to say something and you got I feel like in your so guys' you were talking about your butt. No, I didn't get concerned. I, I just didn't go along. I feel like in your guys' shenanigans over the years, he probably may have seen your asshole once or twice. I don't think not in a sexual it. way, I but not. I don't think he's ever seen it. Be quite honest. So he's that. seen your dick and balls, but he hasn't seen your asshole? Correct. All right. I'm not sure if I saw his balls either. <laughs> 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 uh, there was a bush in the way. Well, going on to something that you'll be excited about: music history. Twenty-four years ago, in nineteen ninety-seven, Michael Jackson and the Bee Gees <laughs> were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What kind of duck? Induct. Okay. In the duck. <laughs> in the duck. Induct. Ride the ducks. Induct. No, they they don't run anymore. I don't think. That's negative. Yeah, they run into the tavern. They run. They run into the fucking water. Yeah, apparently, yeah, they run into the bottom of the lake because <laughs> the driver was at the tavern. That's terrible. Bro. Uh, not the shop. He should have been at the shop when he went to the tavern. The Indiana Jones movie with his dad, with Sean Connery's his dad. No, you're thinking of uh, the fucking uh, National Treasure where he's no, trying to steal Indiana the Indiana Jones. It's like the third one, I think. Not the one with Is the... Sean Connery even in Indiana Jones? It's his dad. Indiana Jones is... You've never seen it, the Indiana Jones? I'm Sean Connery. I've watched them all. I don't remember Sean Connery being in I don't Indiana. think... 
I'm this not going to say he's not. I'm going to look. I'm pretty sure this is death. I mean, I'm, I could be wrong, but I just never. <clears> but I'm pretty sure it's the third ever. one when they go to Germany and like Hitler's in the movie well, yeah, and they're burning yeah, books yeah, and shit. I couldn't remember. That's so why I couldn't remember the name. I'm Last sure. Crusade. I'm Sean Connery. Isn't that the, that's the newer one. No, the oh, no, new one's Crystal Skull. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I don't like your exploration. Yeah, Sean Connery. Henry he Jones. Is, he is, yeah. He's top built. <laughs> um, but yeah, they go to their... I don't remember the actual storyline, but I know they go to Germany at some point in the movie. And like you see that Hitler burning books and shit. And they escape on the fucking Hindenburg. Hitler That's how they was get, dead way before that movie came out. It, they were, the was movie made. was based in the past. Not the real Hitler, but I'm saying like... Yeah, the, the real. Oh, so there are actors in that movie? Yeah, I thought, yeah. I thought dude, I just, I thought it yeah, was it wasn't the Indiana life. Jones documentary. It was the Indiana Jones movie. I mean, I hate yeah, to break it th- to I you, but. I thought it was all real life shit, though. Like, that's mm-hmm. what we see on TV nowadays. Everything I mean, I hate true, to break right? it to yeah. you, but Star Wars was a recreation, a reenactment. That wasn't true either? No, it was, was a true the, story. They just reenacted it. It was a everything reenactment. Everything we see on TV now is true, though, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's all a reenactment in real time. So it's all true. But it all happened before. Yes. But no, the actors in the movie. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they they escape yeah, no, on the Hindenburg. Yes. And it, but it, it's like a very it's like almost like the like what the Titanic looked like before it crashed. Like everything, it's all fancy and nice. People are in there eating dinner on this floating balloon. You know what's crazy? Which is crazy that didn't really become a thing. No, they tried to make it a thing, but uh, they kept feeling it. Isn't that a blimp? <laughs> Basically, it a yeah. balloon. It's a it's a rigid yeah. airship. Yes. The answer to everything you just said is yes. No. There's actually another term for it that I couldn't pronounce, so I didn't write it down. Yes. Is that a Zeppelin? Zeppelin yes. is a type of it. But Hindenburg was the largest one ever created. It's all these things. It's not a balloon. But why are we eating dinner on a balloon boat, Zeppelin? It's not a balloon. Did you know that the Hindenburg... Baba Ganoush. Did you know that the Hindenburg had a whole three horsepower motor powering it? All three of them? All three of them. I didn't even know horses could fly. Yep. That's crazy. That's why I went down. Yeah. Yeah, too much weight. Well, now we have cars that have. Speaking of horses, I saw. A horse. Why are we eating dinner in the sky? Speaking of horses, I saw a horse kick a goose in the head today. There's not. Is there one restaurant that does that? There should be at least one. That goose died. At least pre pre pandemic, there should have been right. You'd go to that. I'd go to that at least once, maybe. No, I wouldn't. I, mean, I wouldn't. No, I they wouldn't. kept filling it with fucking flammable gas. Well, I wouldn't be one of the first ones, but I'm saying if it was like a thing that happened all the time and it was safe, they'd be like, oh, that'd be nice. I mean, they tried to make it a I thing. I would not go at all. Fun fact, uh-huh. no rigid airship ever survived after World War II. I mean, that's really kind of what did it in because they were trying to make those like, oh, like long-term bombers and shit like that, and it, it never panned out. Yeah. Hindenburg was the biggest, largest one ever created, and one spark made it explode. So, yeah, I don't want to hurt nobody. It did. Yeah, but I'm saying like, I don't want that part. Well, of course, you know, I mean, but anything ever created that way is is intended to hurt people. I just want dinner on a balloon, man. Well, get yourself a picnic basket. I would like to have dinner on a, hot on a balloon, balloon they, with Baloo from the Jungle Book. I mean, they have hot air balloon rides. Yogi can come too if he brings the picnic basket. They have hot air balloon rides. That's not the same. It's close. If you, wanna, if you bring a picnic basket, why wouldn't it be the same? You want a blimp ride. I want to go. I want to go to blimp. Your fat ass wants to eat on a fucking balloon. There no, he, you go. I just no. I want to go to a restaurant in the sky. Okay? <laughs> Damn. He not wanna, heaven. Well, take a flight. 
and eat dinner. There's not a rest. There's not even restaurants on planes. They don't even serve. Uh, they I don't even it. serve drinks or snacks on planes anymore, unless it's international. They don't. Nope. I mean, because COVID. Oh well. Because well, I've, I've, uh, ironically enough, I've done I mean, all of I my. Had, I had snacks from Vegas, from here to Vegas, and yeah. drinks. They, yeah, they didn't offer that shift to me. Where did oh. you fly? Southwest there. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe because it could, maybe because it was Southwest. And, I mean, and I, and I flew American Airline over into Jamaica. Yeah, because I've flown American. I felt I've flown uh, Delta. I don't think I've flown Jamaica Southwest. Jamaica crazy. Um, but like none of them, you know, they were all under four hours, and none of them were like. Uh, they didn't offer any drinks or or any snacks because of COVID. Yeah, see, our straight flight from here to Vegas, we had snacks. But then on our way back, we had a layover in Texas, and then here. And yes, didn't, didn't get any. Yeah, see, almost all of my flights have, have been like layovers, <laughs> so like they've been kind of short. Uh, I don't know that like when the the time frame is to be like oh well if it's over five hours we offer snacks and blah 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 but I, I mean maybe I think it's just anything let's we'll, we'll see what it was for me Vegas I guess that was a four hour flight because we had so I think it's probably anything four hours or more maybe yeah because I because we had layovers well it doesn't even make any sense because from where we we flew to Miami to. Jamaica and from Miami to Jamaica was only like an hour and a half, two hour. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but we had snacks from here to Miami though. And that was a two and a half hour flight. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe because it was Southwest. I mean, it's possible. Well, that was American Airlines. So I, I mean, that could have been. I have no fucking idea. Maybe they're the ones with more money and they can afford this. Well, I mean, I've flown. I've, I've one of the uh, couple of the flights I've done. It, I did find it weird because it was <laughs> during the COVID times. Yeah. Both, both flights were almost, almost all of the flights that I've had. Well, a lot of the flights that I've had during COVID, um, I probably had. Maybe five or six flights, and you know, including layovers and stuff like that mid trip. Um, none of them have offered snacks or uh, drinks. You flew five times in a year. Well, because we went to. That's what I was going to say. You went on fucking six fucking trips during the pandemic. I didn't go on six trips. I was talking. I I I said including layovers because I because we went to New Orleans and now uh, that was four flights because I we. We went to, you know, we had uh, a layover there, there and then two back. Two there, two there, and two back. And then we've also flown, uh, I'm trying to think. Doesn't matter. We flew, we flew uh, as well. Secret destinations. Yeah, secret well, I guess I've flown seven times then. Yeah, see? Yeah. If you, yeah, if you look at it in that perspective. They're taking seven flights. Yeah. So. And Rue drank on all of them. They just didn't like your ass, I guess. Well, I drank before them. I'm sure he did. Well, and not 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 as bad as you think. <laughs> I don't like to get up on flights. Like I've never peed on an airplane ever. I told you about the motherfucker that pissed me off. Not like pissed on you, but like he pissed me off. He fucking wouldn't give up a fucking window, and he had the fucking window closed. Bitch, if you don't like the fucking window, don't sit by the motherfucker. And then he makes me get up so he can go piss. I about I almost wanted to punch the motherfucker. God damn! I remember you telling that. I, I just thought of something because I remember. When I, the first couple of times I flew, I was scared to death. 
Like, I hated it. I was fucking, like, anxious and nervous and, like, you know what I mean? Almost having a panic attack. I was so scared. The funnest part I was wanted, taking it off. I wanted to sit by the window so I could close it because I didn't want to fucking see it. Because that shit made me sick. Well, you're an asshole. But I'm just saying, yeah. Don't look at, don't look at the fucking window. But you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't. Yeah, I understand. With my big ass by the window, you ain't, look, you ain't <laughs> seeing out of it, bro. Let I mean, me just tell you that. I understand what you're saying, but I'm just saying I remember when I did that because you see it in your peripherals and shit, and you're just like, oh. I'm not like that no more. That one time I traveled alone, I had to do fucking four layovers and shit. I was, I was like, I was like, okay, I'm good. I'm a pro. This right. is easy. <laughs> yeah, after you get the first in, you're you're good. But like, I mean, all the way going to uh, New Orleans and back, like we would reach to a certain point, and it would just be, all right, just go ahead and shut the window because all it is is just a blinding fucking light bouncing off the fucking clouds. I mean, there were there was nothing to look at. It was just just what? shut the fucking clouds or shut the window. Like I mean, you you could shut see, the clouds. Shut the clouds. Ooh, shut I, the clouds. Shut we about. Were, we were so high up in the fucking air. We were over them fucking clouds. I was looking down at that shit. Was fucking dope. No, we were over the clouds. But I mean, at that point, like all you saw was just just clouds. I mean, there was nothing to look at. It, it was just a blinding a fucking white light. You, what, what is it? What is supposed to pretend that you're God and you're looking down at the clouds? Look at me. Dude, we pass a couple. Look at what I've done here with the puffy marshmallow we, we land. We had a few flame, planes fly past us and shit. Dude, that shit was badass. Whoa. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it wasn't like right next to us. It was a little, actually, I had, I got video of one that probably was like, I don't know, probably 20, 30 miles away from us. No phones. <laughs> I mean, I could see the fucking windows on the plane. That's how close it was. That's wild. I mean that's cool, but I'm not going to. I was. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, hey. I mean that's cool, but I'm not gonna sit there and stare out a window like when the cab of the the cabin of the the airplane is dark because a lot of people have their windows closed, and I'm looking out my bright ass fucking window just looking you at the see, top that of the clouds. Open that window to piss everybody off that's trying to sleep. Fuck them. Fuck your sleep. <laughs> I'm trying to stay awake on this motherfucker in case it goes down. I ain't trying to wake up in a panic, bro. Oh, I'm not trying. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not trying to go to sleep or nothing, but it, you know, because I usually I like watch I watch stuff on my phone or something. Now I will tell you what, when we flew back from Jamaica into Miami to Miami to here, it was fucking getting dark out and like the sun was setting, and yeah. it was probably like one of the coolest fucking views I've seen in my life. I love flying over cities at, like that you can see and it's nighttime and you can see all the lights. Yeah, those fly, are cool. yeah flying in the back into St. Louis. Dude, it was it was pretty fucking cool as we were coming down, just seeing all the lights and everything in the city, dude. It was as a as a as a a gamer, uh, I thought it was really fucking cool flying. Oh fuck, it was in GTA GTA Five, right? For real, because like if you're flying over a city in GTA Five, you see the lights just kind of going because it's just automatic. You know, it's just it's you know it's just developed in and blah blah blah. Literally, that's how it is in real life. Like you fly over a fucking I, city. I thought about grabbing my parachute and jumping out the motherfucker yeah. <laughs> and just like get my gun out and just start it, shooting yeah, motherfuckers yeah. going down. Yeah, I thought about. Oh uh, Jesus! Uh, like you, but you're sitting there watching the city and you just you literally see the lights just going by and the cars going by. You're like, that doesn't look real. That doesn't that's look GTA real. Five all like, for real. It's yeah, real life, uh, dude. That's exactly what I thought when we were coming it's down. Nuts, man. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't know. I guess it really depends on when, when you fly too. Like that was that was probably one of the coolest things because I seen the sunset. Yeah, 
on the fucking same level as the fucking sun, pretty much. You know. I think my favorite part. That's what it felt like. My my favorite thing that I've flown because I had I probably had less t- less than ten flights in my life, and it's all been within the last three years. Uh, I've never flown before then, and it's always been, it's been within the last three years. And uh, the, the, my my favorite part is like looking out the window and being able to see the ground. Is that, you know, if you're just up above the clouds and it's just nothing but overcast and, you know, obviously if you're above the clouds, it's sunshine and blah, blah, blah. You know, that was another thing that was cool. When we flew into Miami, it was fucking raining and like you could see the rain coming down Mm -hmm. and then like it would go away, but then you could see it raining off into the distance and shit. Like you could see the water coming down, but it wasn't getting the plane wet because it was already, you already kind of like went out of the distance of it. Yeah. Thankfully, I haven't had, like, extreme turbulence. I've had a little bit. Oh, fuck. I haven't had extreme turbulence. I think that would make my balls go inside of me a little bit. I I wouldn't say I got, I got, I didn't get scared, but I got, like, what the fuck is happening right now? Because the fucking plane was just bouncing like a fucking basketball for a hot minute. And then I really thought I was going to die when we fucking landed into Texas when I was coming from Vegas to lay over to Texas. This motherfucker hit that runway and, like... We like the wheel was just going back and forth. Like the plane was just like, and I was like, "Dude, this motherfucker's gonna spin out!" Like, what the fuck? This motherfucker's drifting down the goddamn road. I'm gonna die on the fucking runway when we already landed. This motherfucker's gonna lose control. You're gonna go through the fence. That was that was kind of scary. I'm like, holy fuck! But luckily, like landing into Vegas. Was just the smoothest fucking land. I, like, this pilot knew what the fuck he was like. He probably been flying planes 50 fucking years, is what it seemed like. Yeah. But the dude, when we were leaving from Vegas and had our layover, that motherfucker hit that runway. Like, it was his third flight. I was like, yeah. what the fuck is going on here, man? I'll tell you what, though. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, though. Like, having done all the trips that we we did in the past, of uh, like, for Replicon and stuff like that, and all the traveling we did... Um, like for hosting that those couple of years, it's like, well, I, I'm a huge advocate for flying now. Like, I, if I can fly, I'm fucking doing it. I, a hundred percent, like Astro, I'm flying. I don't give a shit. We got, we have a potential of two or three people going with us. It's supposed to be split in the hotel. We're fucking flying. If you don't want to fly, too fucking bad. You drive yourselves. We're fucking flying. That's it. I like the drive too, though. I mean, Fuck the drive that. is nice. You know, I mean, it's... nope. The, a flight from here to Detroit. I mean, you get there fast for Astro but... is an hour and a half. Yeah, I mean, you get there fast. You leave but... here at five. You get there at six. You leave. You leave there at like six, and you get here at six. It's fucking weird. See, Tony, the whole point of driving is to, is to have a good road trip and have fun. No, I enjoy the company that you're with. No, I get that. A hundred percent. Here's the thing is that one, I drive for a living. I drive 10 to 14 hours a day for a living. Okay. I, I'm kind of over that. Uh, I've had, Oh, I mean, yeah, it makes, uh, it makes sense. I've had you. more road trips than I can count. And I've always been the one to drive a hundred percent. And I won't get a hundred percent. I won't get my COVID shot. So I won't be able to fly. So I guess I'm driving. Yeah, well, uh, ha, um, I don't know if you heard about that or not. That's why they give you a fucking card. No, you're going to have to have that card to do certain things. Oh, but I know. Once, once those companies that want you to have that, well, they're going to lose a shit ton of money. 
And then they're going to be like, oh, we fucked up, so now you don't have to. Yeah. But anyway. Well. I mean, um, it's event, like, especially like airlines. Airlines ain't. They talked about it. but For now, they, we had a lot of traveling going on, so whatever. We'll get the cards. Um, but, um, but I, I mean, I've done so many road trips. I get it. I'm done. I'm over with. I would, I would much rather pay. This motherfucker's gonna hop on a plane and fly at the pops, fucking next. I, week if I could fly, to, if, <laughs> if I could, seriously, if I could, Kobe Bryant to the what fucking, a fucking arrival that would be. If I can, <laughs> if I could, Kobe Bryant to the guy, to pops from my house, just like yo, uh, uh, yo, helicopter. Let me do some things. You, you know, fly me to fucking pops. pops. That's fucking. I mean, uh, it could be. A I was very, speaking before he died. That could be I don't a fly in fog. Good possibility we could probably make that happen. Seriously, I, if I no if I made Kobe Bryant so. money and I could literally just skip traffic and just hop on a helicopter and go from here to here, I would fucking do it in a heartbeat. I totally get it. It was just a freak accident. I totally understand why he did it. Well, I mean, it really wasn't a freak accident. The pilot shouldn't have been flying in those conditions. Oh, 100 percent. But he, well, he actually he broke his protocol. That he, however, he has he had. Supposed to be. Uh, however, he has had. He was one of the most experienced pilots that was available, that has flown in those conditions. That is not what I heard. I mean, that's what I, I heard, heard. That he didn't even have a dude didn't even have enough hours to be flying in conditions. Like oh that. no, that's not what I heard at all. I heard he was a very. Uh, versed pilot, and it, he was a really good pilot. He wasn't too, <laughs> and he had good. flown in those conditions he before. Was, he wasn't too fucking good, was he? Not that fucking day. Well, <laughs> well, you know, we shouldn't even be. Well, you know, that. I mean, the mountains do. T- if you've ever played Grand Theft Auto, <laughs> they do sneak up. They do pop quick. up out of nowhere. Okay, they render in last minute as soon as you fucking hit them. So I mean, motherfucker, they'll grow right in front of you in a heartbeat. If you are one of those that believe we live in a simulation, his mountain <laughs> did not render in until he fucking hit the bench. Okay, that is exactly what happened. He could he, well, he, yeah. You know what? I believe I I get, I don't know if you've heard the recordings. The, they they had a black box on the helicopter. I don't know if you've actually heard the last the uh, recorded. Uh, and they uh, played one on the radio show. I don't know if it was the last one. No, um, no, uh, it was that wasn't the last one. The last one was uh, I believe the pilot calling out to the air control tower, talking about the fog and blah blah blah, and um, I believe he was quoted in saying. Uh, no, uh, we got a mountain coming up. We're going to go over this mountain and, uh, you know, Kobe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, wow. He was a white guy. He did not make it. (laughs) Maybe too soon. No. No. It's been a while. Uh, Shit happens. I mean, it's unfortunate that he he and his daughter lost their lives (laughs) over it. Rip. Wow. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Did you finish off? All, all I didn't. The, uh... I did not. Okay. No, I I sidetracked. Them. I, yeah. I didn't know if we'd finish it. Oh no! Uh, Fifty-six years ago, May seventh, nineteen sixty-five, a song that would help change rock music forever that comes to me. the guitarist Keith Richards in his sleep. Arising out of a deep sleep, Richards uh, grabbed his tape recorder and started uh, quickly recording uh, the iconic opening rift for the Rolling Stones' I Get No Satisfaction. Satisfaction, sorry, I, I know. Um, 
before you know anything in there about Steve Kerr? Who's no. that? No, that's a basketball player. No, I do not. I don't even know if it's history. I can't I did get hear, no I did hear, satisfaction. I did hear a, he actually I heard a that riff. He uh, was in a dead sleep. Uh, Kind of like, you know, when you wake up and you're like, oh, what the fuck? And with you know, heartburn? Yeah, yeah you, with heartburn and you, you shut your peak. fucking alarm off. Instead of shutting the alarm off, he grabbed his tape recorder and he grabbed his guitar and goes, and recorded. He started playing the song from the fucking He played the opening rift. And then he went back to sleep with the tape recorder still going. And he woke up, the tape recorder... Fully played out, and, and it was him singing. It, no, it was him snoring. So I can't get. <coughs> no, um, he's possessed by a demon. Jesus. No, he. Uh, but the song came to him in the sleep because he had said, "I." He'd said in the recording, "I can't get no satisfaction." And he played the the opening riff, and then immediately fell back asleep. I can't get no, no. satisfaction. <laughs> but that song actually. Uh, was one of the songs that changed rock and roll music forever. Is that right? Yep, that was because I mean back. Wow. I mean this is 1965, and you know rock and roll was uh, Elvis and shit like that. Chuck Berry, Chuck Berry, Elvis, and uh, you know so Rolling Stones. That was like the first Rolling Stones song. That was the one that uh, propelled them to superstardom. They had uh, two other hits, but that one uh, in particular is the one that like. Superstar, superstar status superstar. for them. Superstar. We talking about the Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones. Superstar. They had more than two fucking hits, bro. No, we're talking about when this song came out. Oh, 1965. I was gonna say they had a fucking shit ton of fucking hits. No, the cover of the Rolling Stones. Um, I can't get no satisfaction. Is the one that uh, uh, it's like shot him to superstar status. Like a fago. Now, uh, music history uh, for that day, uh, May 7th, 1824, Beethoven's most famous uh, music piece, the Symphony Symphony Number no. 9, premieres. Even years bah, after... Bah, bah, bah. Yep. Uh, his most famous piece, uh, even years after having lost his hearing, uh, he actually wound up writing this and uh, playing this. Uh the first time. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, May 8th, t- 2010, Betty White became the oldest person to ever host Saturday Night Live at the age of 88. And that was 21 years ago. Uh, music history. Uh, 46 years ago, 1975, Enrique Iglesias uh, was born in Madrid, Spain. Well, happy birthday, Enrique. Happy birthday. Enrique. Uh, what's his, what's his favorite, famous songs? What does he sing? Who? En- Enrique Iglesias. Enrique from Priest oh, uh, What does he sing? Bailamos. That song? Bada the rhythm take you over. That's him, right? Oh, yeah. That's him. But the rhythm take you over. He had the mole. He had the mole, and then he had it removed, and everybody fucking freaked out about it. And he's like, it's okay. I'm gay. And then everybody freaked out about that, and they were like, why are you freaking out? Oh, look, I just looked up his name, and all the top songs on Spotify are in Spanish, and I don't know what they are. Yeah, that's what I just <laughs> did, too, and I'm like, yeah, I've never heard of any one of those. Hero. I know that one, I think. Hero! <laughs> I need a hero! That's right. Holding up for a hero! It's not the one, but yeah. 
And uh, in on May 9th, 1960, the FDA approved the first commercially produced birth control pill, allowing you to fuck to your heart's content and not have babies. That was 61 years ago, and that was this week in history. Now, was that a regular vaccine, or was that a... Uh... It was a pill form. It that was a vaccine. That was a daily pill. Uh, daily? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, take the pill every day, Rue. Well, that's it. I can be your hero, baby. baby. That's what no, it is. Oh, we just got the monster. <laughs> I can do, 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 do. Oh. oh, yeah. I need a hero. That's a way. You know, that's, in, that's like the best song ever from Willow. You know they're talking about remaking that. Fuck yeah, they should. Why don't they? <laughs> they actually are. <laughs> oh, no shit. I swear to God, they're talking about remaking that movie. They better. They better do a good job of it. So, you want the story on Steve Kerr? Who's that? And his wife, the basketball player. He played for the Chicago Bulls. And yeah. He's he, a coach for the Golden State Warriors. He I, murdered is he the coach now? Yeah, 2018. He when did, he, when he, did he retire? Fuck, he retired in probably... Like 2016? Uh, no. He retired earlier than that. Fuck. Was it? Yeah, I mean, he was on He was on the 90, the 90 91, He still looks like he's fucking 30. Yeah, he's he still looks young. But, uh, yeah, so apparently... I don't, I don't... I don't know how true the point scores are, but the way the story was told is that... Uh, to the no, that's not the right. Steve he, Kerr. His wife was pregnant, had their baby. How do you spell Steve Kerr? Is it C U R R K E R R K E R R? Is he a white guy? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. How do you know about? I mean, I knew that. I knew. I that, was thinking. You know I was thinking. Last name. I'm thinking of. Uh, I'm thinking of maybe Steve Curry. That's what I thought. It was. That's thought the black guy. That Stephen Curry. Stephen Curry. I was thinking of Stephen Curry. Yeah. I mean, I was fucking close. Don't, that's don't, Chinese don't. food, bro. But apparently, okay, that's racist. His, okay, so his how wife, is that racist? It's, you buy it, it's on the menu. Stephen Curry is not no, on a fucking Chinese name, menu. Curry. Curry, that is yes. not even Chinese food, you dumbass. Well, that's fucking know. Indian. I don't eat that shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> but uh, somebody in the chat room said you're a coward, and I asked them why. So he had uh, 2003, by the way, for the white guy. Yeah, yeah, that's that sounds right. Um, so his wife was pregnant, and she was at the hospital. He was there had had they had their baby, and the next day he went filed for divorce. And that same day of him filing for divorce, apparently he scored like seventy something fucking points in a game. <laughs> he was excited, but he got the, he divorced his wife because the baby was not his color of skin. Oh. It apparently it was a uh, Indian baby. It was a um, uh, Jamaican teammate of his. Oh, who did they go on Maury? <laughs> was it was it Stephen Curry? Huh? Was it Stephen Curry's baby? Steve, I, I, fuck, I don't know. We don't, don't know, know whose baby it was. No. Fun fact: uh, the person that I thought you were talking about was Stephen Curry, and I was like, "Oh, you retired what 2016, 2017?" He, he Stephen Curry retired in uh, 18, maybe 2018. 18, yeah. Huh. Could have swore he played in 19, but I guess not. Well, I guess it was the 18, 19 season. Not, a, not according to the Googles. Not a, not. A. But yeah, no. Uh, 
Well, they should go on Maury. And, I, uh, I mean, that, that's funny, though. They're like, it's like, well, I'm going to wait until that baby comes out. And well, then, he didn't know. He had no clue until the baby was born. He was like, uh, something ain't right here. Everything was good, and all of a sudden it wasn't. But at the same time, I mean, like, I would have to do a paternity test because. Really? Like, well, if your wife really? had a black baby, you'd, have to, <laughs> you'd be like, well. No, maybe uh, you had a dormant gene or something. No, I no. Uh, my buddy. I mean, I guess technically it's pop. My buddy, oh, if it came out like an olive color. Okay, I can see maybe getting a DNA test done. But when it's olive no, olive? my buddy that's black had it has his baby mama's white. Had a she had a baby to come out white for many years, and then the baby started uh, developing a darker complexion. And now the baby is, you, you, I mean, you could definitely tell it is. But there for a while, it was very, like, I don't know if that baby, that baby is yours. You know, oh, no, that's mine. And my baby, is, oh, I don't know, man. That baby don't look nothing like you. So you're saying Bill Burr or Steve Curry, whatever this guy's name is. My said Bill Burr. He could have left his wife and scored a bunch of points, and the baby will grow up to be a white baby. It could be a white, no, white baby. No I mean, the black baby, baby's going to grow up to be a white. It's going to shed its skin. I don't know. How, how many, I feel like you're talking really racist right now. How many days did she oh, spend on the beach? It yeah. could be a tan-ass baby. What? That's what he's saying, I think. I, I wasn't speaking on two white people having a dark-complected baby. I was talking about that, like I guess it's maybe it's possible. That, I mean, complexions like are gene. for for babies that come out. It, complexions are you know it, kind of a toss up. Like I said, my my buddy, which we know for sure that that is his baby now, but there for like the first couple of years, that baby was white, and I was like, that baby came out white, and he is black, and I was like, there ain't there ain't, there ain't no African to him. He is black. Sometimes things come out of the oven before they're done cooking, I guess. Uh, yeah. But. And you motherfuckers talk about me. What? What? Holy fuck. What? Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's not racist. It's not racist. It's not racist about yeah. it. The baby wasn't finished yet. <laughs> it's not racist. It's not talking doing. about killing babies, putting babies in the oven. What the fuck? No. Wait, What? I left that out it's of this weekend. It's a metaphorical oven. I left, <laughs> I left this out of this weekend. <laughs> that was part of his history, I'm sure. It's a metaphorical oven. You know, every belly. week has Nazi history in it. Left that out. Lord of mercy. Hey, man. Well, speaking of leaving it out, we're out yeah, of time. Come we'll on. be back next week. We got the homeboy Frodo the Ghost on the show, so make sure you guys tune in for that. He can't talk about it. Uh, but we can. YouTube, we'll see y'all next time. Make sure you peep out the replay Goodbye. and uh, everything else that pops up. We love you. Oh, Bye. Bye, YouTube. Everybody else, you're going to come on other seconds. couple other seconds. couple extra seconds. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you oh, for tuning in. Train wreck. Goodness. It's not a replica episode until we fall off the fucking rails. All right. Well, we're out of here. You Don't all me. did with your razor talks. Bye, everybody. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch-ch-ch-ch- 
Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.